0: and we are live how's everybody doing tonight my name is anthony brian logan and you're watching and or listening to abl live thank y'all for joining you could be almost anywhere in the world but you're right here with me live on the show and i appreciate y'all for that we got a whole lot going on all over the internets all over mainstream media social media a little bit of everywhere shout out to new zealand well some stores in new zealand i gotta get it right for the internet hall monitors out there. But quite a few stores in New Zealand have banned knives and scissors from their shelves because of a terror attack from a Sri Lankan illegal immigrant. Let's not blame the illegal alien for doing what he did. Let's not blame Islamic extremism. Let's blame the instrument that he used. So we're gonna ban them for regular everyday normies. Can you cut your steak? Can you cut paper, it's paper mache? Do little nice decorations. Can you make Japanese lanterns anymore because some random moron did that with some knives? We'll talk about that in a minute also. Shout out to the student at Rutgers University out there in New Jersey who was banned from going to online classes because he does not have the shots. Why does it matter if I've not had the shot? I'm not even going to be in classrooms. I'm not going to be on campus. Nor will I be on a dorm room anywhere near campus or in an apartment anywhere near campus. I'm going to be at home over an hour away. What are we talking about? Is it about safety? Is it about security? Is it about health? If it is, I can't tell. We'll talk about those things and a whole lot more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all again for joining. I appreciate you guys. Yes, I am on time. I see the comments. (laughs) Yes, I am on time. I'm, I'm usually on time, but sometimes I'll just be late. But usually I'm on time. But I'm glad you guys are on time uh watching the show. If you enjoyed what you have heard thus far, if you enjoy the content in general, please give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Uh, if you listen on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple iTunes, etc., give me a five-star rating, give me a review. Do whatever you can on there. I most certainly appreciate you for that. And if you don't know, this show is a podcast and it will be available audio only on your favorite audio streaming platform. Link for that will be in the box or just go to wherever you listen to podcasts the most and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. I think a lot of you guys are on um, Apple iPhone or Android. A lot of iPhone users out there from the data I'm seeing. So a lot of guys are on iTunes. I'm on iTunes. Check it out. ABO Live, audio-only version of this show. Free, of course. All, it's all free. Everything's free. I, I thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, shout out to all my sponsors, of course, to help keep everything uh, nice and smooth the way it's supposed to be. Of course, shout out to me. Shout out to my store, ablmerch.com. We get hats, T-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more. And we're developing new merchandise as we speak. I'm going to get some out definitely before the holiday. So it'd be some good holiday gifts. You'd be able to have those way ahead of time. So you won't have anything, you know, dealing with supply chain issues or not being able to get shipped on time. They'll definitely be available for that. Also, um, ablmerch.com, that's that website, but also anthonyblogan.com. Anytime I do a video, I write an article. In that article, I source everything. So nobody can say that I'm incorrect with what I say. Everything I say is sourced with multiple sources. I do my own independent research, unlike some people, <coughs> Rolling Stone cough, cough anyway. I'll talk about Rolling Stone a little bit later, but I always do my own independent research to see if what I'm saying is true, is false, if there's any more context. I always do my due diligence. And you know what? Um, I, I'm gonna talk about them in a minute. I'm gonna get through my sponsors because that right there, that's a pretty hot button issue. Uh, but also shout out to BHEDesigns.com, BHEDesigns.com. They do these beautiful handmade wooden flags that are right behind me. You could get one just like this or one that is custom made to yourself over at BHEDesigns.com. A link for them will be in the description box. Also, shout out to Mr1920.com. That is Mr1920.com for the beautiful handmade American soaps. That's right, soaps. You got to you gotta, you gotta wash yourself wash your hand parts, do it right, do it correctly with mission1920.com. All my links to all my sponsors will be in the description box. And of course, patriotpost.us, one of the best sources of news, information, iPads, memes, whatever you want, you got on on patriotpost.us. You got actual real news with sources from a reputable source, You have some memes just for a little bit of laughing and some some levity. And you also have opinion pieces from writers that I know personally, really good guys and girls over there. So shout out to PatriotPost.us. Now, I want to skip back a little bit to what I was just saying about um, I had it and it just left. You know how you get a thought in your mind and you want to just pounce on it, but then it leaves? Oh, Rolling Stone talking about people not doing their due diligence and doing their research. Before they put an article out, they just say stuff. It could say anything. They'll say, oh, well, this happened, and they have no evidence that it ever happened. They just put it out there as if it's fact, but it's not fact. But anyway, so, Rolling Stone put out a story about ivermectin. And you guys know the disclaimer. I'm not trying to tell anybody what drugs to use. I say, if you are concerned about certain drugs, to treat certain things, call at a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Talk to your doctor. I think that's correct medical advice. Well, it's not really medical advice. I'm telling you to get medical advice from a doctor. That's still permitted, right? Uh, will I go to the gulag for saying talk to a doctor? Or does the federal government have more sway, more um, of an impact on your life than your own primary care physician. How does that work? I'm not really sure. I'm not trying to get sent off on a train nowhere. And really, I'm not going to get sent on a train nowhere. You try to put me on the train, it'd be the battle, the biggest battle you ever fought in your life. You, you, you ever try to capture a squirrel or something like that and put it into a box? That's going to be how it is trying to get me on a train. It, it's just not going to do it with your bare hands, just trying to scurry around. It ain't going to happen. Okay, I'm going to be moving a lot. I got a lot of weight. I got all types of other things beyond just my physical body that I can use to defend myself. So it's not going to happen, but I digress. Uh, the point is that. Rolling Stone put out a fake story about IVM, Ivermectin. Now this came right around the same time that Joe Rogan said he took Ivermectin and a bunch of other drugs that were prescribed by his doctor. Again, talk to your doctor, talk to your primary care physician, holler at your doctor. That's what Joe Rogan did. His doctor prescribed ivermectin and a bunch of other things. They put him on types of, you know, vitamins and whatnot. They put him on that and he caught the virus within a day. He was fine. I think Rogan said he was sick for one day. He was fine afterward. He put out a video. I think that might've been, I forget the exact day it was, but two or three days later, He posted a negative virus test. So he had a virus. He was sick for a day. And then a day or two later, it was gone. He took IVM. Now, what did CNN and MS-13 DNC and all the other alphabet letter news outlets say? What did they say? Joe Rogan takes horse paste. Um, He took a horse dewormer. He's taking horse dewormer. All this and that. They got these so-called experts on there talking about Joe Rogan takes horse dewormer. Now, let's just talk about that for a minute. I believe I could say some factual statements here without getting canceled by the YouTube gulag, by the Google uh, quote-unquote moderators. But there is a version of IVM that's for horses. You can get it at a feed store, right? And it comes in this tube, and you squeeze the whole tube to give to the horse to deworm them. That is for horses. It says it right on the thing, it's for horses. That does not mean that because a horse can take this medication that a form of the same medication is not available for humans. That's not how that works. Okay. If you've eaten chicken at all, that comes from um, a a big box store or a restaurant, fast food or something like that. Like prime example, if you go into Chick-fil-A and you're eating chicken, I can pretty much guarantee you that a chicken that you've eaten has been treated with antibiotics. So, does that mean that because chicken get antibiotics, that when you take it, when it's prescribed by your doctor, that it's an animal treatment? Does it mean that you're taking chicken medication or chicken unsickener, whatever you want to call it? No, it doesn't mean that. It just happens to mean that this medication that works for that mammal works for you. It just so happens that it happens to work that way there are certain things that work cross species. It's, it's not a difficult concept to grasp, but the media says horse dewormer, horse dewormer, horse dewormer. IVM won a Nobel peace prize for use in humans. And it has been proven to help with fighting the virus. There's all kind of peer reviewed studies and papers and whatnot straight from the NIH, straight from the federal government of the US of a, it's used worldwide, using used Africa, using India. Japan, they use it to fight the virus. So, why is it a thing that has to be just kind of downplayed as horse dewormer and not a real medication? Why does it have to be like that? Why get mad at Jerogan for becoming better? I mean, he was able to recover. He was able to take that and then get right back on the horse. No pun intended. He's doing podcasts right now. Now, on the other end, You have Oscar De La Hoya, who has had both of the shots, wound up in the hospital suffering. Now, Joe Rogan, I think, is five or six years older than De La Hoya. I think Rogan is 53, and De La Hoya is 47 to 48. They're both athletes, but De La Hoya is a, a more highly trained athlete than Rogan because De La Hoya is spending most of his time preparing for a fight. I'm not really sure why he wants to fight at an advanced stage like that. He might want to get in on some of this exhibition, quote unquote, exhibition fight money like uh, Roy Jones and Mike Tyson did and Logan and Jake Paul. But that's a different story. Anyway, he was training for a fight. So you have a, an actual boxer, a prize fighter, been a fighter his whole life, looked to be in great shape, was actively training, comes down with the bug after having both of the shots, winding up in the hospital. How does that happen? But Joe Rogan, I presume, has not had the shot. Even if he did, he was not hospital. Um, he, he wasn't bedridden in the hospital. He was able to take certain drugs prescribed by his doctor, and he was able to kick it, and it was fine. He felt bad for one day, and he got right back at it. So why they want to call it horse dewormer? Well, there's it, a few reasons for that. I, I think... Joe Rogan said a possible reason. This is not the actual reason. I mean, maybe it is, maybe it's not. I don't know if it is or if it isn't. This is just my humble opinion. I'm not saying this as fact. But if they have the virus available for emergency use, maybe the reason why they allow it is because there's no other treatment. Huh? Oh, you got to use this because you can't treat it any other way. It's an emergency. You got to use this because if you don't use this, what are you going to use? So if you have all these treatments that pop up, that happen to be working, that are cheap, been around for a long time, proven to be effective, proven to be safe with minimal to no side effects, then you can't say that you have to have this shot as an emergency. So it can't be approved anymore. Now, what do you do? It's a lot of money tied up in that. It's a lot of money. Pfizer, that's on the stock market, publicly traded. So maybe it's something like that going on. I don't know. I mean, the opportunity to to make billions upon billions of dollars, it drives people to do crazy things. We've seen it happen before. We've seen some weird things go on in the United States. You know, cocaine in the 80s to fund the What was it? The Sandinistas or whoever it was the, the Iran Contra controversy, even recently with this whole thing with the, the gun running, Eric Holder, Barack Obama, little hair bringing schemes like that. People underestimate the idiocy of the government. They're not really smart people, in my humble opinion. There's a few good guys in government, guys and girls. It's a few good guys and girls that are really smart, high IQ and want the best with the American people but there are a bunch of other people that are morons just there collecting the check. All right. It's not that much of a difference between some of these DC people. And how can I say, how can I say it without being insensitive An entitled McDonald's worker? You ever see these, um, these signs talking about, we want higher minimum wage five for 15. Meanwhile, they put in the cheese of the hamburger on the outside of the bun, totally missing, the beef and almost missing the bun. The cheese is pretty much inside the plastic in the box. All right. It's nowhere near the hamburger at all, but they say, Hey, you know what? I don't care that I did it that way. I don't care that the burger is halfway uncooked. I don't care if I got, you know, cigarette butts in your hamburger and I'll it to you through the window. I don't care about any of that. I want more money. Same thing with the federales. Say. Hey, I don't care that I lost 2000 guns at the Southern border and they turned up in murders that the cartel did. I don't care about that. I don't care that I got caught trying to fund some terrorists overseas with some drugs and some guns and uh, whatnot in the inner city. I don't care that I started a, a, a crack war between gangs. I don't care about that. I want what I want. I don't care how dumb I am. And i want to raise on top of that. That's kind of how the government is to me, except for a few good guys and a few good girls. Trump is one of them. Guys like uh, Rand Paul, really good guy. but it's, it's a handful of them. And my point is that people underestimate how dumb the government is. They do dumb things like this. So I'm not surprised at all at some things that happen this way because I expect it. I, I totally expected that they try to just pull the wool over our eyes and like we don't know what's going on. And, and also about this whole thing of the, the IVM story, let's get back to that fake Rolling Stones article. Now, this article was crazy. If I can find it, I'll put it on the screen. But the article, <laughs> they, they were talking about, um, they, they they were trying to attack IVM, of course. But in the article, they were saying that there were so many overdoses of IVM at Oklahoma hospitals in the rural area that gunshot victims could not get seen. I mean, only a moron would write something like that. Only one of these people that have no life experience that don't understand anything about anything, no medical experience, no life experience, no nothing would write something like this. And I like it's, it it makes sense to them. And this story, it it caught like wildfire. MS 13 DNC picked it up. Everybody picked it up. Like it was just the truth. Now, let me put it on the screen right quick. I may have done this last time, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to do it again. So, here's a picture that they use, a crazy picture. Um, Let me put the whole thing on the screen. There we go. So, this is from September the 3rd. It says, gunshot victims left waiting as horse dewormer overdoses overwhelm Oklahoma hospitals, doctor says. First things first, just because it's IVM does not necessarily mean it's horse dewormer. Okay. There is a form of IVM that is for human beings. It's been prescribed all over the world. Millions of doses have been prescribed all over the world. It's not a new drug been around for a long time. The same as HCQ. I think HCQ is older than IVM, but irrelevant. The point is that this is a real medication that is prescribed to human beings. It's not just a horse dewormer. There's a form of it that can be used that way. And I think what happened was some people were going to the feed store and taking a horse dewormer and not even really dosing themselves properly, taking the entire tube. That's called self-medication. That's why I say you got to highlight a doctor to see what you need and how to get the proper dosage and what the next steps are to be able to get yourself back on the back on track. But this picture here was totally off because they got people in winter coats and masks waiting outside in a single file line. One lady's holding a sheet of paper and reading it. That's not how it would be if people have been shot and they're waiting. That's that's not how it goes. I know guys, like I said in my video, I know guys that have been shot and shot and killed. People that's dead that have been shot. That's not how it goes. A friend of mine got beaten in the head by a fiend when I was like in high school. Got beaten in the head by a fiend with a lead pipe. And they put him on a Nightingale, the little um, helicopter thing, and they brought him to the hospital like that. So it wasn't even no ambulance. It wasn't no, oh, I'm going to just drive myself to the hospital and wait in a line outside. Nah, he got airlifted straight to the hospital, and then they treated him right away. That's how it happens. Even if you are, like, in custody, if the police shoot you, you're not just going to be waiting in the um in the ER bleeding to death while you got a guy in the room with a tummy ache from having too much quote unquote horse dewormer. That's not how it works at all. So this stock photo was just ridiculous. It's dumb. And it lets me know that whoever wrote the article, the, the editor and the original author have no idea about how this whole thing works. This is just not what goes on at all. Period. There's triage. So, they, they they basically, when you go to the ER, you go to triage a lot of times, and it's like, all right, you bleeding, you about to die. What's going on? What's what's the severity of whatever you got happening? A lot of times when you go to ER, people are just kind of sitting around who don't really appear to be in any kind of distress. People go there for all the kind of, they go there for a headache, stomach ache, you know, they feel dizzy. They've been drinking, drunks being there. It's not always an emergency but if you'd have been shot, that's an emergency. But anyway, this whole story was totally fake. So they updated it and I just clicked on it right there. So, you know, what's in real time. I don't want to see Nina Turner right now on my, um, but I can't exit this. There we go. Let's go ahead and get that out the way. Cool. So then the updated story says one hospital denies Oklahoma doctor's story of IVM overdoses causing ER delays for gunshot victims. And then it says the hospital says it hasn't experienced any care backlog due to patients overdosing on a drug that's been falsely, quote unquote, peddled as a COVID cure, unquote. So there's no backlog. Nobody was denied any kind of care. There was no line of people trying to get treated but couldn't because somebody done got overdosed. And one thing that I want to point out in this um, in this update here. Aside from the story being totally fake, talking about oh the IVM overdoses, they're clogging up the the um, the ER and the ICU, people can't get treated. That whole story was fake. Nobody got denied care. There was no backlog. Everything was all right. But there's less than 500 IVM overdose cases in the U.S. of A. in August. So in the entire month of August, there was less than 500 cases of IVM overdose. And when you, when you overdose on the drug, what happens? Do you die? I've not heard about anybody dying from IVM. Maybe they have, but if you know about anybody just kicking the bucket and croaking from IVM overdosing, let me know in the comments below. I've not heard about that. When they say overdose, what does that mean? You do doing too much? Cause that's what I hear. Oh, you're you going to be do doing a lot. Okay, great. Fantastic. That ain't nothing but a, um, what, what they call it. Uh, um, um, I forget the name of the thing. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, the thing. A laxative. There we go. A laxative. That's what that is. But let's scroll down. In Oklahoma, there's a seven day average of one thousand five hundred and twenty eight virus hospitalizations. Seven day average. That's a lot more than four hundred fifty nine for the entirety of the United States in the month of August. So, obviously, that's not a problem. And there was no data available for how many IVM overdoses were in Oklahoma. But if it's 450 for the whole country in August total, it, it couldn't have been that many in Oklahoma. But probably one or two, maybe at the most, if if any, probably none. Because there were no cases that the hospital that the person claimed there there was this big backlog. It probably was none in Oklahoma. Probably was none. So, what's the reason for all these fake stories? What's the reason for, I mean, all, all of this stuff? Is it because you got to keep this whole thing in an emergency and have only one quote-unquote treatment, one quote-unquote cure for it? Although it's not even working, you got De La Hoya in the hospital with two shots. So, what's happening? Like, what's really going on? Y'all tell me. I, I just want to figure out what's happening here. But the moral of the story is that government... They don't know what's going on. they tell you anything. They'll say, yeah, this works. That doesn't work. And then they'll keep changing from day to day. From day to day to keep changing. They don't know what's going on. And shout out to um, Anthony Fauci, your man. They have proven that he did fund, well, not him directly out of his own personal pocket, but um, the NIH funded the Wuhan um, lab to create the, the virus that we have right now today. They funded it. But we already knew that. That ain't a revelation. But now we got paperwork and documents to prove it. So when Rand Paul was like, hey, did you guys fund it? Did you guys fund it? in the court, he was like, no, we didn't fund it. We didn't. Well, we have documents that say something else. But again, we already knew that. I've said that a long time ago. I did this story some months ago, if I'm not mistaken, about how Anthony Fauci and the gang funded all of this uh, virus research. And the thing about it is you can have research done at facilities, I'm not, I'm not necessarily against research being done. But see, the problem is everybody knew, everybody knows about China and how grimy they are, how there's no real medical standards there. They just do whatever they want to do. All right. I, I was hearing about some, I, I heard some horror stories about China from these guys who don't appear to be political. They're just a, They're just two guys that go to China a lot. I think one guy lived there. He taught English for like 10 years. He just happened to be in China. He spoke about a story where he was in a hospital in Beijing. And you know Beijing is real big. It's, I mean, the size of it, people-wise, it's like beyond a lot of countries. Millions upon millions. China has like 1.2, 1.3 billion people in their country. That's kind of hard to fathom considering the U.S. has 325 million, and that's a lot for a lot of countries. Europe, even if you include Russia, has like 720 million people over that, from from UK all the way to Japan, really, and Russia, Siberia, and down to almost like Africa, 720 million. But in China, 1.2 or 1.3, India, right around the same, in India, 1.2, 1.3 billion with a B, And it's probably more than that, but you know how they are with the numbers. They don't really want to report everything. But anyway, so the guy went to this big hospital in Beijing. It was so big, it was like a a giant train station, like Grand Central, but bigger. And in the entirety of the whole hospital, he couldn't find a bar of soap. A bar of soap, a thing that you would just take for granted, right? Having a bar of soap or a soap dispenser. Nah, it's no soap or nothing like that. Now, they talk about how advanced they are and how high-tech they are, but they don't even understand basic germ theory. You got to wash your hands before you do an operation. If you're using the restroom and whatnot, if you're in the hospital, you have a lot of viruses going around, a lot of sick people floating everywhere. Might want to wash your hands after you use the bathroom or just in general. Couldn't find a bar of soap throughout the entire hospital. The bathroom's filthy. Stuff just hanging down. Um, there was one room he was in, and he saw this um, this dark mark that went from the side of the bed he was sitting on on up the wall. And what he figured out was there was um, probably operation going on right there, and then an incision was made, and the blood sprayed up on the wall, and he left it there. Just disgusting. Just nasty. You know, so... People say, oh, China's so advanced. China's the future. Well, how about getting a bar of soap or some toilet paper or some basic first world things in a place like Beijing, at least? I can understand if it's like the countryside or Tibet somewhere, but Beijing, come on. So if you go there as a tourist going to, you know, first world city and a far away place, far east, and you must run to get an injury, well, godspeed because it's going to be. It, it's, it's, it might, it might get really weird for you in there trying to get some medical attention, but that was, ex- that was his experience in China. It's not very clean. The, the medical areas are not tended to very well. And another guy, it might've been the same guy. He did some, um, some medical work up there. I think he was trying to be a doctor or some kind of research aid. I'm not sure what it's called but he finds himself in a place where they're doing this MRNA research and they were putting stuff on slides to look at through microscope and you have to have a special kind of cleaner to remove this substance from the slide when you're done and the cleaner wasn't there. And because of the way China is where you got to have face. So an example of that is the guy who was, administering this uh this class, a guy running the class didn't have any of this stuff that the guy, the white guy of course from America was saying hey, you got to have, you got to have this stuff. Where is it at? So the Chinese guy is taking offense because how dare you speak to me like this? You're the student, I'm the teacher. So I got to save face. So rather than just taking your advice and getting this important cleaner to clean down this mRNA I'm going to just not do it, and I'm going to punish you for it. You see what I'm saying? So that kind of stuff goes on in China. So why would you not expect it to happen at a place like the Wuhan Virology Institute? That's probably what happened. No quality control. People wanting a safe face, not really caring about the details. And voila, you got a virus hits the whole world. I don't think it was done on purpose because they got their own country sick. If you're trying to hurt others, why hurt your own self at first? It made no sense to me. If it's a if it's a direct attack from China, you wouldn't know it came from them. It'll appear all of a sudden you like, hey, where'd this come from? It wouldn't be so obvious the way that it was. I think they did it on accident because of the lack of quality control in China. So why would you give them all this money knowing how bad they are? See It's negligence on the part of the U.S. government and the the, the Fauci crew and China. But we already knew China was not going to be very good with what they're doing. We knew that they were dangerous. We knew that this could happen because of the way things are in China. Their culture, their lack of quality control, their, their lack of cleanliness in medical areas. But hey, it is what it is. And the scary part is that we still get a lot of medical stuff from them. Do you trust it? I just saw where they said in Japan there was a bunch of uh, metal shards, stainless steel, pardon me, in some of the the, the shots that they got so they had to destroy like millions of uh, doses. If you want to get it, go ahead, but I don't know. I'm just saying. You're so cool says ABL, since when does Chai uh, Town care about their own population? Well, yeah, you got a point okay you have a point but my thing is they hurt, they hurt their own people so it was obvious that it came from them and they were trying to cover it up afterward talking about oh no it didn't come from us and it came from the west if they were trying to hurt us intentionally with the virus it would have just popped up randomly in the US without us knowing where it came from they would have sent some patsy some American back to the US and have them spread it Or it would have been more covert than, all right, we're going to get sick, put the videos on TikTok or dial in whatever they got, and then you guys get it, and then you blame us for giving it to you. You see what I'm saying? They would not want that obvious paper trail that they left. But if you enjoy what you're hearing so far tonight, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Now, speaking about the virus, um, shout out to the student at Rutgers University in New Jersey. So my man, he goes to his computer. He's logging on to his campus email address, to his uh, college email address, and he's trying to pay his tuition. But he's blocked out. He can't access his email. He can't pay his tuition. So he's like, hey, what's going on here? Why can't, why can't I pay my tuition? Why can't I get into my email? Well, they blocked him out because he did not get the vax. There's a vax requirement, and if you don't comply, you can't go to the school at all. You can't even give them money to go to the school. Now, I support that part, I suppose. Like, at least they won't rob you and then be like, okay, you can't go. You see what I'm saying? So I guess that's, um, you know, a, a, a positive part of that. But still, I'm not really sure what class he was in, if he was a senior or what. But if I'm a senior in college and I can't pay my tuition, I'm like, all right. See, now y'all playing games. I got to transfer in my senior year. And everything might not transfer properly. I may need to spend more time. Y'all are playing games. And I feel like it's, it's a scam to a certain extent. And then using this right here, this whole virus thing, as an excuse. It reminds me of my my horror story from when I was in college. I went to a two-year college, got my um, associate's degree, and I was told the entire time by a few people, guidance counselors, teachers, you name it, reps from the other college, they were like, hey, if you go to the two-year college, you can get two years off of your bachelor's degree. All you got to do is just transfer your credits. Everything will be fine. Your core classes will transfer. Electives will transfer. it would be smooth sailing. And I asked them specifically, will all my credits transfer? Yes, everything will transfer just fine. But when I get there, oh, no, nah, this ain't going to transfer. This core class you got, uh, an A++ in, oh, that would be an elective now. Take it over again. What? I get to the art class I was trying to get in, and because I had little miniature eight bit guns on my art project. The the two liberal white guys did not like that. Gay liberal white guys at like that. They didn't like that. So they said, we're not gonna allow you to go forward in this particular in, in this class. We're not gonna permit you to I'm like what? I done already had my two classes before it and I given you my art project. My project is great. It was it was fire. It was all illustration with vector art. Like 8-bit, like Mario Contra, that type of graphics. I did it all with my pen on my mouse. Like with this right here, I drew it by hand. It was beautiful. What's the problem? All you got to do right here is see that I have skill. I know what I'm doing. I know vector illustration. What's up? Let me get in. I'm giving you my, my, my source files so you know I didn't copy it for somebody. Everything is right there. Nope, don't want it. So I'm like, all right, y'all scamming me because I feel like I'm just trying to keep me for another year. Y'all want another year out of me to get that money from me. Rather than just two years, you want three or four years. And I was already like 21. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. (laughs) I'm going to go over here and do that. That could be the same case here with the guy Rutgers because why are you playing games? I'm trying to finish my career, get my degree, and move on. I'm not even going to the actual campus. I'm doing remote classes from my house 70 miles away. I'm not going to be on campus at all. I'm not going to be in a dorm on campus. I'm not going to be in an apartment near campus. I'm not going to go anywhere near Rutgers. I'm going to be at home doing online classes. So here, here's the money, 15,000. Take that. Let me do online classes. And really that's kind of like getting robbed with a pistol or no pistol because 15,000 to do online classes, but Hey, I'm trying to finish. And they're like, nah, because you've not had the vaccine. The dumbest thing in the world. So when people say, Oh, these requirements is all about safety, keeping everybody um, free from getting this thing. We got to slow the spread. Well, can you, can you spread this thing? Is it a computer virus? Is that what it is? (laughs) I mean, is is that what's going on? Do I need uh, McAfee or Norton or something like that to shield myself from this? Am I a hacker now? The, the whole thing is dumb. It's not about security. It's not about safety. It's about control. Do what we say or else. Then they try to say, oh, well, it's the kind of degree that he wants that makes this be relevant as far as getting a vaccine. Well, it doesn't matter what kind of degree that you want. Because either way you go, you're not going to be on campus. You're going to be at home. Nowhere near the campus. This whole thing is stupid. And shout out to everybody that went to college football games. You know, know, the funny thing about that, the funny thing about that is that a lot of these colleges will say stuff like this. Oh, we got a mandate for the students. You got to put on the mask in order to go to class. Even for online class, you got to put on the mask. But when it comes to the football games, nah, hey, Masks are recommended we encourage you to wear a mask anybody wear a mask and they elbow to elbow twenty thousand deep oh, okay I see I see the I see the the game the scam you understand a football game that's not guaranteed by the Federales. them tickets going real high twenty thirty hundred dollars $1, thousand dollars some tickets are not guaranteed by the Federales. people that sponsor the games that's not Guaranteed by the federales That's all private industry money. But when it comes to tuition, that's guaranteed by the federales A lot of times, when you're talking about um student loans, that's a federal loan. You can't even you can't even go bankrupt with a student loan. They can garnish your wages for a student loan. They could do a lot for that. So they'll bang you in the head for eighty grand to go to a four year college like Rutgers or somewhere like that. You know, and if you're out of state and a legal resident. You know, what's funny, if you are an illegal alien, you can get in-state tuition kind of easily sometimes, but if you are a legal resident and you live like over the border, you can't get in-state tuition, but anyway, they they can bang you in the head for $8,000 because it's guaranteed by the federal government if you get a loan and you got to wear a mask. But if you're paying for your football ticket at the same campus with the same students, Mask recommended. We sug- it's it's stupid. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Be consistent. Don't tell me that this mandate is to keep it from spreading. When I have to have the same mandate apply when I'm not even at the school. But then when I go to the football game, I don't need to wear it or have the, the shot at all. <laughs> the dumbest thing. Matter of fact, I got some pictures of some of the college football games. And shout out to all the reporters that can handle being at the college football game, unlike some people. Uh, but um, have some video, I'm going to try to pull up right quick, of some of these football games. And shout out to everybody that was chanting F Joe Biden at the football games. That was beautiful. I enjoyed seeing that. Okay. Um, And shout out to Copacabana, the beach out there in Rio. Oh, I got a few pictures here I got to show you guys. I almost forgot. I'm, I'm over here slipping. All right. Let me let me get to it in a minute, and then we'll keep on moving. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, go ahead and get the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Hold on, can I? I'm, I'm gonna find the pictures of the crowds a little bit later, but here is Copacabana in Rio. And let's check it out. Hold on. Packed. Deep. Super deep. That's Rio and Brazil, of course, not the U.S., but it's like that all over the U.S. in some of these stadiums. People had enough. They said, you know, we're getting back to regular life. We're not going to just be held hostage by these rules and regulations that obviously are not really working very well. All right. Now, here's a football game, and you can see how packed it is. But aside from it being packed, look at what's going on with these guys in this cringy pose. You ready for it? A trigger warning. It might trigger you a little bit, so get ready. It ain't nothing weird or nothing like that. It's it's family-friendly, but it's cringy. All right? So there we have it. (laughs) The football game is packed. Packed from the window to the wall. I, I presume it's college football. That's what it looks like. And it's packed. And I would I not be surprised if this same school had a mandate. Maybe it's not college. I don't know where it's at, actually. But it appears to be college. Anyway, or it could be some kind of overseas thing. But what you're seeing right here are two guys. And they have on jerseys. Um, The numbers are both 20. But the names, one has Astra, the other has Seneca. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a white guy and a black guy. And they got the 1994 sitcom pose. The, they got that going on, but they, they got their backs turned to the camera. So cringy, so corny. I'm talking about if, if there was any level of, of cringe, it'd be through the roof, beyond uh, the, the reader, off the scale. This is super cringe. And shout out to the um, the, the, the the black gentleman right there with the do rag and the cape just flourishing. The cape not even rolled up just out like a Batman cape on his do rag. That's not really the wave, sir. Matter of fact, it's right there. See that? That's that's not really, that's a fashion faux pas, but I digress. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not going to be able to wear um, that. Um, Marissa says, is that you wait for it's Texas? In Houston, okay, probably so. But yeah, super cringe. And you know what? I would not be surprised if they got paid to do that. If they were like influencers and they got paid by the company to go out there and do that. And um, hold on, do I have any more? I got some more. I'm gonna show you guys. But yeah, people are crazy with this whole thing. It's like a religion. I have more here. Let me get back to where I was. But there, there's a whole lot going on. Now, shout out to my man, Larry Elder. To shift gears right quick, shout out to my man, Larry Elder. You guys know Larry Elder is running for governor in California. And I think he's doing a really good job. I think that he'll become the next governor. It's going to be hard to get Gavin out of office. That's That's going to be difficult. But the thing that Larry Elder has... In his favor is that this election is not just a straight up vote me or the other guy election. It's not quite that way. The recall election, which is September the 14th, which is coming up here. What's that? Tuesday? Uh, Next Tuesday coming up. The recall election works like this. You vote on two questions. The first question is, should Newsom be removed? You answer yes if he say he should be removed. No, if he shouldn't. So, if you live in California, please vote yes on that question. The next question is, okay, if Gavin is removed, who should replace him? And Larry Elder, from what I'm able to see, is leading the pack. I think Meet Kevin is doing okay. I saw him on Fox today for a little bit, but I don't think Meet Kevin can really succeed because I think Larry Elder has a bigger name. But it's possible. Who knows? Who knows? And it doesn't really matter if there's no split in the vote here because you're not running against Gavin Newsom. If Gavin Newsom is voted out on the first question, then all that matters is who gets the most vote on the second question. So Larry Elder could get 10% of the vote and have one more vote than the next guy, and he become the next governor. So he has a good chance of being able to succeed that way. But a lot of people don't want to see him um, succeed There's all kind of hit pieces. L.A. Times really been, you know, dragging him in the mud, talking about his ex-girlfriend, saying he pulled a gun on her, threatened her, and all types of weird stuff, talking about he's the, the black face of white supremacy, all kind of hit pieces at Larry Elder, just back to back to back, right? Now, Larry Elder was out there campaigning, And he got attacked by somebody where they tried to attack him, but it didn't quite work out. But just that kind of energy, that hateful energy, you're going to see that a lot toward Larry Elder from a lot of white liberals, black liberals that say how racist the other side are. But I've never seen anybody from our side try to throw something at somebody because they're a, a black liberal or something like that. We don't do that. We're not the violent people. They keep wanting to throw January 6th up. But how many riots have the left done? Hundreds in one year compared to one un, uh, uh, episode of Unruly Tourists? That's what it was. But anyway, so here's video of Larry Elder. And again, he's walking in California. It's in LA, matter of fact. And the, and the woman, white liberal, has on a monkey mask. Now, I'm not making it up. Matter of fact, it was a gorilla mask. She had on a gorilla mask and threw an object at Larry Elder's head and missed. Check it out. So she pulls up on the bike on the right side of the screen or on my, on my right. And Larry's just walking in frame. Hands kind of like in they're interlocked, running in front of him, kind of like Ben Carson next, just chilling. I'm talking about Zen Nirvana stage, just minding this business, suit tie, doing this thing, walking through the community, right? And here comes the the this creature with a gorilla mask on, a white female liberal. And she threw an object right at his head and missed. And she was like at point blank range. Let's let's run it back right quick in case she missed it. So you can see it right there. The object, it whizzed right past, and she's looking right at him. And the gorilla mask has on pink hair. I mean, imagine that. Imagine that. (laughs) So is there a message there? Obviously, yes, there is. Sorry sorry for the cussing. If there's any cussing, you know how liberals are. They just say pretty much anything a lot of part-time crack smokers, part-time recru- um, part-time revolutionaries. Again. Don't touch Don't touch And you. Don't you don't me. then the girl swung on somebody that was part of I guess Larry's campaign or was walking with Larry. I'm not sure if she connected. You don't
1: touch Here
2: you
3: you.
0: Her comes a white guy that appears to be completely on drugs. I mean, if meth had a face it'd be this guy right here growling on his face just really random see th- this is why like a lot of these areas and, and, and you know what this this is why I say drugs are bad this, this is clearly drug induced all right I don't think these people are in their right mind and if they are in their right mind then I can't tell Fuck with me, boy. Now, the whole time, Larry Elder keep on walking. It's a it's a vehicle right there he's getting into. He's just hands in the lock, keeping on walking. Hey, Michael, stop. So now, at this point, he's in the car. He's good to go. So, Larry Elder's totally safe. He's good. But it, this is very typical. It's this how the left is. You saw that a lot in the 60s when... You had busing going on and people would be getting spit on and whatnot. The, the black folks and white folks didn't want them there. That That's the same exact thing that they do today. But what did they say? Oh, it's you guys that are the racist. It's you guys that hate blacks. It's you guys that are intolerant. You know, look, when I was uh, a young man working in Old Country Buffet, we had these gigantic transgenders came in there. I'm talking about these dudes were humongous. Some foot tall each. I, I'm not making it up. These dudes were, I'm six foot three, 215. And back then I was like six, three, 250. These guys, I'm looking like this. These dudes were humongous. I'm talking looking like Dolly Parton. Like the, the girls you would see on Instagram right now with all this extra stuff, the Brazilian, they look like that, but they were probably about 400 pounds. And they look like, they, they kind of look like a cross between Dolly Parton and The Rock but seven feet tall. Now, am I going to throw things at them or treat them bad? No, nah. I'm going to look and be like, you know, you got, you both a thousand feet tall and you look kind of crazy, but I'm not going to do nothing to you. But these guys, they want to attack you just because you're different. I'm not going to attack you. I ain't going to do nothing like that. Now, if you want to attack somebody else, or if you want to attack me, then hey, we can fight. You know, you might be, you might, you might think you were, uh, um, uh, a female, your new name might be Monroe Blaze or whatever. That's fine. But check it out. You're still a man. You can still catch these hands, but I'll move on. My point is that I'm a peaceful guy. I'm a talk to somebody. I'm not going to try to attack them, but I'm always defend myself. Larry Elder was walking, minding his business, and he's getting attacked. Unwarranted. And he was so he didn't say a word, just went to his car and left. Oh, yeah, and you know what? The, the person that threw the object should be arrested, but, hey, it's California, it's Los Angeles. If you could smoke crack in front of kids and there's no problem, then why would you get arrested for throwing something at a man? You, you see what I'm saying? And that's the problem. The, the Some of the more minor things don't get prosecuted, don't even get brought before a judge. There's no arresting, and it just keeps on going on. It, it keeps on happening. Oh, of course, mainstream media will um, just ignore that story. Robert says, uh, have I seen what, Kimmy, what Jimmy Kimmel said about unvaccinated people and how they don't deserve a hospital bed or ICU bed? Well, the, the thing about that is it, it doesn't make any sense. People just repeat the same old thing over and over again, and they don't think about it. It just repeat it because it sounds good to them but they are not thinking about what it really means. If someone says that if you don't have the shot, you, you don't deserve an ICU bed. What about those who do have the shot and they go to ICU? Should they not get it? So it's only reserved for those who have the shot. But if you can't get the shot? What if you have a doctor that says don't get it? And how about those that do other things that you think in Kimmel's case, that Kimmel thinks you shouldn't be doing. If Kimmel thinks you shouldn't be unvaccinated, Therefore, you shouldn't get an ICU bed once you go, or if you go, then how about anything else? How about, you know, shooting heroin? I think you should not shoot heroin. I think you should not smoke crack. I think you should not be drinking and driving, drinking behind the wheel, obviously. I think you shouldn't commit crime. You shouldn't shoot people and then to get shot by the police. But I'm not going to say you shouldn't be treated just like everybody else you can be in custody after you got shot by another game banger you active game banger you, you coming in there with colors on you get gang tattoos you're a known active game banger it's all you on camera you shot the other person first y'all shot each other y'all both get treated at the same hospital probably i mean if you are a doctor or a nurse you're not supposed to judge. You just do your job and that's it. Now, as far as any kind of judgment or penalty, that's for the court to decide, not you as a healthcare provider or as a normally on the outside looking in talking about who should get treated and who shouldn't. But that's just really what that is. That's left trying to scare you when they get in the vaccine, because when they say something like that, people may think, oh, will I not get treated? Will I not be able to get Someone to help me if I'm in a bad situation. So they go out there and get it out of fear. But then when they get injured, if they get injured, it won't be anybody there to help them at that point. It's like, oh, nah, you know, that's just, it's it's a rare case. You'll you be all right. Here you are with a cane trying to struggle to walk. Oh, you'll be all right. Rare case. But before that, it was all uh, get the shot, get the shot, get the shot. You'll be all right. But then when you're not all right, oh, no, nah, you're all right. It's, it's fine. It's cool. That's how they do. I was playing games. Bull says, wait, that guy riding the bike with people here was wearing a mask. (laughs) And and that was a young lady too. But you know what? I don't want to assume their gender because these people have no genders anymore. They feel like they just kind of like genderless space aliens. I don't know what they want to call themselves now. But that did appear to be um, a, a young lady from what I'm able to see. All right. And what else we got? We got quite a few things happening here. I pretty much got everything. Oh, and shout out to Australia. I don't know if I covered this yet, but Australia wants to have your online anonymity be revoked. So Australia's like, hey, we have a problem with abuse online. Uh, You have trolls and then you have the extreme of child predators and also terrorists. So we're trying to root out all that stuff online that shouldn't be there, the criminal activity and just the abuse, the trolls. So what we're going to do is you have to go, if you want to get a, well, it's, it's, a, it's a proposed thing. It's not quite in law yet in Australia. Hopefully it doesn't become law, but you never know. But what they want to do is require you to have your social media platforms linked to your passport or your ID or something like that. So they know who you are. So you don't have any more anonymity and what the police can do is if they think you're you're doing something you shouldn't be doing or something's not really right, they can take over your account. They can post as you, they can delete stuff from your account. They can commandeer it and shut it down. They can delete it. They can do whatever they want. They can access data, download it, go through it, whatever they want. Your direct messages, whatever they want to do, they can do it and it won't require a warrant. See, the way it is up here in the U.S., you got to have a warrant for that. You can't do that in the States, but you got to have a warrant for, um, for social media. So let's say, for example, there was one guy, this rapper by the name of Casanova 2X in New York. He was investigated for some gang activity, and the way they got him was through his Instagram direct messages. And in the DMs, he was telling guys to go over there and go over there to sell drugs and do that to that guy. He was shot calling from his Instagram account, the dumbest thing in the world, because all they had to do is get a warrant and read his DMs and they got him on that. Everything he said lined up with actual things happened in real life. They could trace it. it. It was easy, but they had to get a warrant for that. They couldn't just say, all right, you are a suspect or you are a guy I don't like. I'm going to just read whatever you got. All they got to do in Australia is go to a tribunal and there's no need for a judge to sign off on a the warrant. They go to the tribunal, they get access to your stuff and then that's that. So you have no more privacy, no more anonymity. So if your name is disco day, 85 um, hot tamale, eighty four ninety seven on Twitter with the a avatar, you might as well put your, you might you, just put your full person last name on there because that'd be the same thing. Because you never know when you're going to be exposed, when you're going to be unmaxed. And like I said, they're doing that here in the States a little bit, but it's not quite as blatant. Okay. We, we saw it with people that actually commit crimes and there's a warrant. And also for guys that have not committed crimes with no warrant, like Tucker Carlson. Remember that whole situation where they said that he was trying to contact Vladimir Putin for an interview. He was emailing guys that had Russian contacts here in the States but the but this the State Department or whoever they were spying on them. They were spying on those guys. And as a result of their spying on them, they read their email. Here comes I'm talking to Carlson's emails. Here comes this email talking about, A, let's talk to Vladimir Putin or whatever. So they were able to capture that information and then they leaked it to the media. They can say they weren't trying to spy on him. He was at the primary target, but they did spy on him through kind of like by proxy, they spot on them. That happens here with no warrant, but never a direct, I'm a spy on you straight away. Well, sometimes, usually not, not for the average normie. So hopefully that is not passing Australia or anywhere else, because even though I don't like trolls at the same time, I'm not going to try to dox them. You know, it's, y- you can be a troll. That shouldn't be a criminal offense. You know, I I should have the right to be able to block you or just not pay you any attention, not bring you up on charges, because I ain't talking about, hey, if you say something crazy online, you might get brought up on charges, maybe criminal or civil. It could be some type of libel, slander, maybe even a criminal charge, depending upon what you say or what you do. People take our rights for granted over here in the US, freedom of speech, Second Amendment. We are unique in that right. Not everyone has that right. It's something that's really hard to get when we get it over here. And we gotta maintain it. Don't let them take it away. Don't say oh it's just one little thing. They'll chip away, chip away, chip away, and before you know it, it's gone. It's totally finished. Patriot Act, yeah, you're right about that. Patriot Act. That's right. That that's right. that's a good question. How did they define a troll? How did they define abuse? I don't know. It could be anybody they don't like. Just like today, I got banned from Facebook for seven days. I hate Facebook, by the way. You know, I, I try to stay on there because if you could unlock Facebook, you you'll be doing good. As far as social media, you get you get a big reach. You can reach an older crowd that way. But I kind of want to give up on on that platform, not anywhere else. Instagram is actually okay, although it's also Facebook. But Facebook itself sucks. But here's what I said. This this, this comment right here, I'm going to put it up on the screen. I got a seven-day ban for this, and you never guess. But And you know what? Before I even put the comment down, I was like, man, I'm about to get banned because I know that when you deal with some of these leftist people, the same ones that say Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot, defund the police, they will tell on you in the New York Minute for the smallest things. Now, here's what I put up. Let me put it on the screen. Okay, so what I said was, I am not a middle-aged leftist weirdo like you. That right there, that comment, nothing else. No cussing, no nothing. A seven-day suspension. <laughs> One week for that. For that. That's all I said. Now, I done being called all types of N-words and self-hater and every other racial slur in the world I ain't snitch on nobody for what? What's the, like, I feel like you could say more than that in elementary school and not even get in trouble. You won't even get in trouble. You won't even get, um, um you won't even get a bad mark on your little sheet for the day. It's nothing. That's nothing. That's so soft. That's why I think they want to have an overbearing government because they're soft. They, they soft or they just want to attack you because of your political beliefs. But yeah, that right there is what I got. Facebook totally sucks. <laughs> it, it really does. All I said, no cussing. I, I never cussing at nobody. But I, I, I learned that I can't really just do stuff like that on Facebook. I'm, I'm not going to. I'll focus on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and my own website. Really, my own website, my own stuff. Because even with alternative media, sometimes it's not. They got their own issues. I focus on my own website and being on the biggest platforms to reach the most people, but not really worried about Facebook because they just, and I can't really get traction. So I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. All right. Exactly. Boom. That's what I said. It's the truth. I'm not, I'm not um, a middle-aged leftist. So I tell the truth. And whatever. It is what it is. All right. So what else I got going on? Is that, is that it for the topics? I got a few more things we get into once we get to the calls, but um, let's get to the super chats. And the number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero. Again, four three four six five eight one two two zero. I'll get to the calls in a minute. Y'all just hang tight. Let me get straight away to where I got to go first. And shout out to my man, Matt Walsh, for keeping it real, talking about the female reporters. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I enjoy sports. I like watching football games sometimes. I'm really a basketball guy, and you guys know that. If you talk, if you seen me talk before on, on live streams, I'm a big basketball guy. So I if you're talking about color commentators, They got to be talented like a Marv Albert type person and or former NBA players, Reggie Miller, people like that. I even like Bill Walton. A lot of guys don't like, I like Bill Walton. Throw it down big, man. I like Bill Walton. Anyway, I want those guys to be calling the NBA game. I, I don't want these soccer moms calling the NBA game or doing the sideline reporting or doing the show like uh, from ESPN, Rachel Nichols hated her. I I, I never liked her throughout her entirety, through her entire career on ESPN. I did I didn't like. It was it was weird. It's like okay, maybe you could do an underwater basket weaving, um, color commentary about that. You know she she moved that basket really fast. It was beautiful, craft womanship, whatever you want to call it. That's great, but a basketball game or a football game, and a young lady was calling. This, um, well, she was outside at the concourse, um, outside of a Georgia Clemson college football game and couldn't handle it was about to break down in tears. It's like, you have to understand that you're going to have people at a college game that are going to be rowdy. They're they're going to be rowdy. They're going to be kind of screaming and hollering. It's just what it is. Matter of fact, let's, um, Let's let's pull up the video I think Matt Walsh. Shout out to Matt Walsh from Deadly Wire. He did a video on it, and he has some of the video and his video. So let's put it on the screen, right? Quick, turn it down a little bit. So I forget her name. Um, what what is her name? Her name is. I forgot. I don't know. It's not really important for this. But anyway, let's get to it.
4: Hello. Please
0: don't touch me. So if you don't know what's going on, if you can't see the screen, she looks like she's getting ready for a shot. And in between the shots, they're still recording. She's like on her phone looking at stuff. And the camera is set up right at in inside the stadium. Right on the concourse, right when you're ready to go into the stadium or leave. Right by the concessions or whatever, she's just chilling. And fans are walking by. Clemson people walking by in their orange. And Georgia won, so they're going to come by very excited. There's a the guy right there just kind of like parking right beside her. Not saying a word, just standing in the camera. So they're coming by after the game is over. Everybody's excited. They wave it in the camera. Go dogs! roof, all that good stuff. And she's like, am I being attacked? Do I have to escape? Do I have to hide? Her facial expression is just, I can't even really describe it. You got to see it. I mean, freaking out over some fans that were just excited, male and female, freaking out, hiding away from the camera, ducking behind the camera. It's like, woman, what what are you doing? You do you know where you at? You had a you had a football game, after they win, and you have excited fans, young old male female. They weren't trying to attack you. It's just excited football fans. That's it. Black white is it's not even a thing, right? Now, there was a different a, a guy, a male, who did very well in a situation like that. Let me see if I can find that right quick. I'll put it on the screen. And if you've seen my video I did on that, then you would have seen that particular video as well. I think Matt Walsh had it in his video, too. But I'm going to put it up right here so you guys can see it. Because you, you handle your, your, your stuff this way. This, in my humble opinion, is much, much better. All right, here we go. There we go. Well,
5: it's been 644 days since the last time Williams
0: Price. Now, this guy is in the middle of a bunch of fans. They, they got beers. My man right here got a beer in the hand. Screaming, mouth all the way open, crazy mustache. I think he's also at a college football environment. I think he's at South Carolina. Shout out to the Gamecocks. So he's there, and it's him in the environment, and they're, they're super rowdy. Shirts off and everything. To
6: not have restrictions as to how many fans could be in their stadium, but that ends tonight. And while that ends, a new chapter begins as Shane Beaver begins his new era as the head football coach at the University of South Carolina. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the front lots here at the University of South Carolina. I'm Mike Cuba and it is game day. Something Gamecock fans have been waiting for for quite some time, and Look,
7: there's a lot of storylines we can talk about.
0: We can talk about how shady. So I mean, he's handling, He's like a champ. He's matching the energy level. He's not getting rattled. He's just walking through the crowd, doing his story. He's not high end, you know, trying to duck and uh, you know, trying to evade from gunshot fire. He's just enjoying the crowd, feeding off of their energy, doing what, what what you should be doing out there at a college crowd. Right. So when Matt Walsh says, hey. Um, I'm not sure we need to have so many women out here doing the reporting, talking about stuff like that. And you have a lot of good women, female reporters. But sometimes the the environment may not be the best for women. Just like sometimes the environment, sometimes you might have a good environment for men. It's like the whole baseball thing. Remember that? Where you had this dude in there swinging his stuff around in front of little girls. And it's like, wait a minute. Okay, you're in a female space. Maybe you shouldn't be a male in here. Okay, let's have women in a space for women, men in a space for men. Now, I'm not saying we got to be Taliban with the beekeeper outfit with the mailbox slot right there. I'm not trying to say that. But at a certain point, let's just do things that make sense. Let's send those who are best suited for the job to the job, not just because they fit a particular identity mark, because it could be a woman that can handle the crowd like that. Like, like like the young man did, but she wouldn't have put her out there just because why it's, it's dumb. So shout out to the reporters that can do their job very well. And shout out to the executives that make, they make the right decisions, putting people where they're able to succeed rather than throwing them out there where they can't really succeed. They got to hide. Ah, don't touch me. Ah, it's crazy. Exactly. Cat. Cat says as a female myself, I can never stand females covering sports events. Thank you. There we go. Right on point, right on point. It's, is is it's easy breezy just like when I watch HGTV and don't judge me, I do watch HGTV. I like home improvement and stuff like that. I'm Tim, the two man ABL. But anyway, when I watch that show, I see gender roles right there. It's always the male that's doing a lot of the heavy lifting, a lot of the heavy work and, and the females doing the decoration. That's you. That's always how it is. Those are the best shows. You know, that's, that's usually how it works. All the time. The guy's a contractor, he's in there doing the grunt work, and the young lady is in there putting the woman's touch on it. Perfect peanut butter and jelly, yin and yang. That's how it's supposed to be. In my humble opinion. Now, are there some good female contractors? Of course. Are there good are there some good male decorators? Of course. But generally that's not how it goes. Just like there are some male nurses and there's some very good male nurses. But ninety percent of them are women for a reason. But I digress. I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole, so I move on. All right, let's go ahead and get to some supers here. And thank y'all again for watching. I appreciate you guys. You guys are the best. Couldn't do it without y'all. I'll get to the calls a little bit later. Y'all just hang tight for that. So let's get back to let's get to the front here. Thank you to Matthew Phillips who says knife man in New Zealand. And I thought Justin Trudeau was the number one prime feminist in the world. Jacinda Ardern's giving him a run for his money. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Shout out to CA who says white liberal women threw eggs at Larry Elder and an angry black man yelled at him and said Democrats should run everything in the country. <laughs> you know, my it's, it's crazy because they say, Democrats should run everything. But look at California right now. I mean, maybe the guy guy is a crack smoker and he enjoys being able to get free stuff on the streets. I don't know. But if you're a regular person in California, how is it going well for you? If you're a regular person and you have to actually buy things with your hard-earned money, you got to go to work and you got to pay taxes and pay for gas and stuff like that. I mean, how is that working out? They got high minimum wages out there, but they also have high cost of living because it, all it did was just adjust with the higher cost of everything else. Okay, you want higher wages. I, I, if you want higher wages, I'll raise costs of everything to make up for it. So rather than paying a dollar for your hamburger, you'll pay $2. Yeah, I could pay you double the cost for your wages, but I'm going to raise the cost of everything double as well. That's how it goes. So it was a lateral move at best. And for those that don't have any money, it was worse because when you have no job and no money, you're at zero and it's harder for you to get to the bottom. They just kind of raise it bottom for the those that kind of at below the bottom with no job. Thank you for T. All right. Shout out to Neil Robinson who says I received drug rehab in California. There are some things you may not be aware of, that drives homelessness. I want to send an email. Would you read it? I mean, you can send an email, but I kind of already know what's going on. I mean, the, the issue with uh, California and the left coast in general is, how can I say? It's the enabling. Because I've been around drug addicts. I've dealt with drug addicts. I know how they are. When you enable them, when you always got their back, when you have that the, the kind of, When they can't hit rock bottom, they'll never stop using drugs. And people know that. So they travel from other parts of the country to go to California to be on drugs. There are some people that are homeless who aren't on drugs. But you don't see them out there acting the fool, throwing ex elder. You don't see them out there in the tent covered in filth. Those are drug addicts, period. Period, point blank. Again, there are some who are not drug addicts, but you don't see them out there mixing with the drug addicts. The addicts have their own community, and normies have their own community. They're to themselves or among non-drug users. Shout out to Ian Kenny who says, Facebook has been a three-day ban for sharing multiple mainstream articles that they're claiming are spam. One article is actually from the American Journal of Therapeutics.gov. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. So you're you're sharing actual news reports, actual legitimate sources, and that somehow spam. Ian also says more than 900 pages of materials related to U.S. funded coronavirus research in China were released by following a four-year lawsuit by the intercept. Right on, Matthew says. Hey ABL, I think those guys you mentioned who lived in China are Serpent ZA and Laoai. Yes. You're correct. The Your collaboration channel is ADV China, cool guys. Yes, I like them a lot. So shout out to Lao Y and Serpent ZA, really good guys. Shout out to Datslov at ManCarry who says, hashtag keep fighting, keep a get home bag ready. And remember that hashtag 9 or 17 is coming. And Iran created the coronavirus in Frame China. Ian Kenny says, Milwaukee Democrat Alderwoman. Shantia Lewis was charged with multiple felony courts counts, pardon me, including embezzlement, theft and unlawful campaign finance disbursement. No surprise there. Not at all. Uh, Barbara's windshield says American journal of therapeutics, July, August 28th. Ivermectin has been proven to be just as successful as the shots at 95% confidence average of 86% reduction of the virus infection. 15 trial test studies. There you have it. But I guess to the Internet's uh, to the Internet overlords at the, you know, Google, et cetera, that might be fake news, although it's not it's real legitimate news. But again, maybe there is some money in keeping any other treatment squashed to keep the quote unquote emergency going, because as long as that's going, the money machine is just going, 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 going. That might be the whole objective here. hey, what do I know? I'm just a guy. Uh, Shout out to Vangelic81 who says, did you hear about the man arrested with 300 absentee ballots, gun, and narcotics in his vehicle? But election fraud is basically non-existent, right? Exactly, that's what they say. My question about election fraud was always, how can they say it doesn't exist if they can't catch it? How do you know that it's non-existent? You don't know what's going on because you you don't catch it. That's that's the whole point. You can't necessarily prove a lot of the fraud, but we know it's happening. Shout out to Labra Bulls who says, "Wait, that guy already already read already read that one." Thank you to talk who says, "Could Larry Elder just run for Oregon governor instead?" F.K. Brown. <laughs> well, I think either way, it'd be a difficult battle. Shout out to Ian Kenny who says, "What well, do people who have who believe unvaccinated individuals shouldn't get health care agree?" that people who overdose on heroin shouldn't get Narcan, that part. Or, hey, you know what? If you use heroin, no more free noodles. So if you catch HIV, then, oh, well, you know, you, you gamble and loss. that it to Lucian Poe, who says, Yesterday, Mexico decriminalized abortion throughout the country shortly after the magnitude 7 earthquake shook the nation. Unborn lives matter. Hey, God don't like ugly. Thank you to auctions for you, who says evening, my friend, ABL. Thank you to Daslov who says October logout. Log out of you twit face for a month. Uh, auctions for you also says no. Unfortunately, my hubby and I have been in Facebook just since more times than I can remember. Honesty is always the best policy, but not on Facebook. Hey, you, you got that right. Uh, thank you to Raider Gaines X, who says King Sharpton Hughley. Sure acquired quiet about a white woman wearing a monkey mask. And throwing eggs at Larry Elder. It's as if not all Black Lives Matter. Exactly. Exactly. 1000%. Shout out to my man, Nick Taylor, who says Rolling Stone knew exactly what they were doing. They know their lit hard true believers don't care about the truth. (laughs) There you go. Um, Shout out to Ian Kenny, who says, Ebia, would you consider doing interviews, debates on your channel like once a week? I I consider it if I had time. It, you know, it's just a matter of trying to collect the time. That's all. All right. Let me see. Doj Valente says, how do you think the vaccinated react when they found out that they can't do X, Y, and Z unless they get the booster shot? They're going to be upset because I asked that very same question. I was like, hey, out of you guys that have not, out of you guys that have had the, the double shots, how many will get the booster? There were quite a few no's. There, there were quite a few no's, so people already know kind of what's going on. They, they already know. Holla, boy for life says, say ABO. I think the jab is responsible for the spike. Seeing is you can spread, you can still spread it. You know what? That's that's possible. That's definitely possible. I don't, I can't, I can't really prove that. I think it might be possible. And I think the the issue is they have, they have. What they'll say is that the shot prevents them from going to the hospital, but they also are spreading a new variant of it. So they say, hey, you gotta get this thing that we created so you'll be alright. It's it's really weird. It's, it's really strange. The, the whole thing is weird. A, a lot of things don't make any sense. They're kind of just throwing stuff out there. It's crazy. But I'll get to it. And thank you for being here yet again. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. If you have not done so already, and if you are not subscribed to the channel, do that as well for me. That helped me out a whole lot. And also click that bell right there so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. Let's get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and get her done. Let's see if cat wants to act right. If it doesn't, it's not my fault Blaming the white man. You already know how that goes. Yeah, they're talking about not only boosters, but also pills every day. If you guys heard about that? They, they said that you might, you might you might need to take boost up three shots a year of boosters and then a pill every day, potentially, from Pfizer. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want that. I mean, what is that going to do to me in the long run? Is there any study? And then they said they're going to do a study about um, women's menstrual cycles. Now, it's like, okay, shouldn't that have been done before you approved it? Just maybe? I don't know. What do I know? 860, you don't lie, line. Who am I speaking to?
1: Hey, my brother, ABL. What's happening? I, oh, man, what a mess, huh?
0: Yes, but, Yes, indeed. Uh,
1: but I'm an El Dorado, and only those in the know know what El Dorado is. So, you know. Anyhow, uh, ABL, I got a suggestion for you. You got to make a T-shirt that says "Candace Owens is my spirit animal,"
8: <laughs> and you
1: got to make you got to make the Confederate soap dish to go along with your soap with the abl logo in the middle because it's actually the battle flag for the army of virginia it is and all they used it for was to mark where the lines were at where the general was at so everybody that needed to be they didn't have radios back in those days i know kids don't understand that you know couldn't they just text each other you know but but uh you know getting on the fauci you know, uh, I put that out over a year ago when COVID first broke out because uh, I was at, I've was i been watching Zeta and uh, Laue 86 for like six years now because a year before we went to transfer planes in China, I spent four years in the Army and I did not want to go to China. So I wanted to learn what was going on in China. So I started watching those guys back then. And uh, learned a lot. And uh, But October 8th of 2019, I personally, with my two kids and my wife, was in the Beijing airport. I saw the Chinese crap in their pants. They had three times the amount of military security that I'd never seen before than they had passengers in the Beijing airport. And uh, it was insane. They were very rude. You know, they weren't, you know, there was no, you know, how you doing, Well, welcome, no, none of that. It was like going through Nazi, it was like reading the diaries of the Jews that were going off to the extermination camps. That's what it was like. And uh, Dr. Fauci funneled that money through the NIH. Now, who do you think runs the NIH? Uh,
0: that's a good question. Federal government.
1: Dr. Fauci. Well, Dr. Yeah. Fauci's wife. Is in charge of the NIH, so you know that the media doesn't put that out there. And uh, I I posted last year. I posted videos, and I, you know, I I take videos of my computer screen with my cell phone, so they they can delete the video, but I got it. You know, I got the the video of inside the Wuhan lab with the the main woman researcher handling bats from cages right there in the lab when they said oh we don't do that we don't do that they, they put the videos out they put the uh, Steve Hilton did an excellent investigation job last year and put the papers from the government of the money trail what and the research documents that were online from the lab of what they were doing and uh, in 2011 12 guano, that's bat poop miners, were in a cave and they succumbed to a respiratory illness and that's what put them on the track of these coronaviruses from the bats because several of them died and uh, I learned that from uh, ADV podcast because I've been watching those guys for years I love their videos They—they they you guys do this stuff way better than I do this stuff I'm just a mechanic, I try to fix stuff but uh, thank you for what you do, ABL. Uh, I really do. Uh, uh, Jericho Green, you know, I told, I suggested that he, he makes a t-shirt that says Jericho Green is my spirit animal because I want to <laughs> get one of those. <laughs> All right. You have a uh, great night, buddy. Thank Take you care. The, thank you for the call, God man. I appreciate
0: black. it. All right. Shout out to the caller. And the phone lines are blowing up. The number to call is 434 658 Let's get to a few more calls here and let's go five, eight, six on the line. Who am I speaking to?
2: Hey, how's it going? My name's uh, Wayne. How's it going? ADL.
0: It's all good about yourself.
2: Uh, Not doing bad. Actually, you know, you're talking about being uh, in Facebook jail and I want to tell you it's not so bad. I've been there more times than I can count, (laughs) you know? You know, I actually, I didn't experiment with Facebook. I, I, I uh, had gone on and, uh, you know, I'd said different things to see what was acceptable and what wasn't acceptable. And it was quite, you know, quite eye opening actually.
0: So what, what did you find out? Is there like a certain, is there certain keywords, certain sugar words or like, what would you find out?
2: I, I, you know, I, I think so. I'm not exactly sure. Like I had went on before and we we're talking about, like abortion, killing white babies, things like that. Yeah. And it uh, and it, it said that people complained, and it said this content is meets community standards. Mm. And then I had gone on with other things, and, uh, it, you know, I, so many times I can't even remember what it was, but one time it was about, uh, you know, I had said something, and it wasn't even bad about, like, Islam, and I got, you know, four days banned, <laughs> you know, and that was it was weird. So, you know, I, I did end up kind of messing with the algorithm a little bit, and pretended to be like a gay Muslim, you know, gay Democrat Muslim. And, uh, you know, I had gotten a lot of, te- you know, like um, um, messages actually from people that were PO'd because it would meet Facebook standards, you know. So, you know, it's kind of weird, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, it is weird, but that's, that's Facebook for you. I mean, but I have no problems anywhere else. YouTube is pretty cool for the most part. So it's just weird. It's one of those weird things, I suppose.
5: Yeah, and,
2: and I don't even go on. I mean, Facebook kind of reminds me of like that cantina where they met Han Solo in in Star Wars. You know, it's filled with all the like you know digital uh, dastardly people. You know,
0: <laughs> right, right on.
2: So, well, I'm gonna let you. I just wanted to share uh, my my uh, experiment with Facebook with you. I thought uh, thought it was an interesting story.
0: Right on, man, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it.
2: All right, have a great night.
0: Yeah, Facebook. I I just you know I'm i trying to unlock it, trying to reach more people, but it, it just it just sucks. That's all. <laughs> it's just a long and short. I get it some more here. Seven seven five. You don't learn who am I speaking to?
9: Hey, Bill. How's it going?
0: Everything's right, alright about yourself.
9: Uh, pretty good. Just a couple questions. Uh, you you ever going on to the Candace Owens show?
0: I mean, I love to. Like whenever they invite me on, I'm I'm there.
9: All right. I think you'd be great on that show. And just one last question. Go for it. Uh, When are you and Tatum going to debate a liberal?
0: We're trying to. Like, we're trying to get them on the show, but they don't want to come on. Like, we had them booked a couple times. Like, it was a couple, it was at least one or two different guys wanting to come on different times, but then they back out. It's really hard to find a liberal to debate. And as a matter of fact, quick story, then I move on. Um, I did, I recorded for this thing called Jubilee. You may have seen it.
9: Yeah, and, I saw you on that. You did good.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Now, people kind of complained because they said it was a three-on-two because Kevin is kind of conservative, oh. and then you had um, Lady Maga, the lady with the, the red stuff, and then you had me. So you had three conservatives versus two liberals, but it was supposed to be three-on-three, three, but a person backed out at the very last minute on the left. And that's that's a constant, God. constant occurrence. So it's hard to find leftists that really want to back up what they say. They They... They find strength in numbers being among themselves and stretching. But when it comes to talking, and having an intellectual conversation, they kind of come up short.
9: Right. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I saw you debate a guy named destiny and you pretty much made his brain boil. <laughs> and I remember like he started playing the piano out of frustration. It was just super strange, but it's funny that you got him at that point. I just tend to notice liberals show like these odd behaviors during debates. They just can't keep it together. It seems.
10: Yeah, always. But,
9: um oh go ahead. No,
0: I was gonna I was agreeing with you, always.
9: Yeah, yeah. But um I don't know, I suggest trying to debate Hassan Piker if you know him. He's like the he's the nephew of the chubby guy from the Young Turks. Yeah,
0: I know who you're talking about. But he's on Twitch.
9: Yeah, yeah. I, I can't stand that guy. And I, I think you guys would destroy him in the debate easily.
0: That's a good idea. But we'll see if you see if you can do that. See if we make it happen.
9: Yeah. Yeah, man. But anyway, it's nice talking to you. And uh I enjoyed the show and appreciate what you do. Have a good one.
0: All right, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it.
9: All right,
0: bye. Uh not not that lady Maga. Um uh at Atman Carry. I've met Lady Maga before, but not her. Don't 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 delete it, Charles. Don't don't do that. Why why you delete it? But the person that I was referring to um she went by a similar name. But she was black though. She wasn't white. And she was actually a woman. And Lady MAGA is a man like a um a cross dresser. And I'm not being insensitive when I say that because Lady MAGA does not is not is not transgender. Lady MAGA is a man who is a drag queen. That's different than being a transgender. I got an uncle who is a man who will stomp you down. I'm being dead serious. He's been to the penitentiary a few times. He kind of he's a man, but he put on a, a wig and stuff to play as a woman but he's not transgender. But the person I'm speaking about was black and a, an actual woman, like kind of an older woman. All right, let's get to the next one. 605, you don't mind, who am I speaking to?
4: Hi, ABL. It's me. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I got through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, um, I just want to say that the black conservative, I truly feel is going to save America.
0: Well, I I hope so because I'm I'm here for it.
4: Yeah, no, I really feel like, honestly, the black conservative is what really red pilled me. Like people like you, Officer Tatum, um, Candace Owens. And I just feel that like more, and I feel like there are more, black people in America that are conservative, they just are kind of scared to like talk about it. You know what I mean? And I feel like they need to like not be scared and come out, you know? Cause I truly feel like America needs that.
0: Oh, definitely, you know? definitely do. And the more I see that we come out, that the better I feel because I think we can remove the stigma from becoming conservative because it's, it's like a social thing. You don't want to be conservative. You can be seen as a racist, all this and that. But when people see, that right. it's, not, it's, it's not a race thing. It's it's for everyone. It's for all Americans. Then it's like, it becomes more acceptable and we can attract right. more, more good people on our right. side.
4: Right. Cause like, you know, I'm 20, I will be 29 on Saturday and you know, I've always like, I thought I was a Democrat. You know, I, I used to think that I was like a bleeding heart, you know, liberal and, You know, and then a lot of that was, like, when I was growing up, you know, in high school and, you know, stuff like that was always looked at, you know, conservatives are racist, you know, or blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm definitely don't want to identify, you know, like that. But then as I've gotten older, I'm, like, way more conservative than I even ever thought, you know, And and I think that's part of, you know, wasn't it like Winston Churchill who said that, like, you know, you're... I can't remember the exact quote, but like when you're young, you're supposed to be a liberal, and if you're an adult and you're still a liberal, you're just an idiot, you know, or right. something like that. And yeah, I, you pretty
0: much got it. Yep. Yeah,
4: yeah. So, but I am a big fan of your show. Like, I usually miss your live streams because I I work on the at those times. But I got off early tonight, and I'm like, yes, I'm gonna try to call. But so, thank you for you know everything that you do. I absolutely Oh, yeah. And my my husband really helps. He wanted me to tell you that because he also is a huge fan of yours. But so thank you for everything that you do.
0: Thank you for watching. Definitely appreciate thank
4: it. Thank you. And we live in South Dakota, too. So, yeah, South Dakota love behind right.
0: you. <laughs> thank you. all shout out to you. all appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Shout out to them out there in, in South Dakota. One thousand percent. And let's get to some more here. Let's go to 720. You're in the line. Who am I speaking to?
11: Hey, what's going on? This is your boy, Scotty, down here in uh, Shelby County. How's it going today?
0: Hey, there's a right. How about yourself?
11: Doing good, doing good. I'm actually working behind the lines here at the hospital, so I'm going to have to make it quick. I'm working, uh, working down here in, uh, in covid COVID crockpot, that I'm one of the only people around here that doesn't have the shot and they're threatening my job down here. So I've been looking for a little bit of work. I hear you. I've looking for some more. I want to see if you saw, like up in Michigan, there's about 50,000, or I'm sorry, 50,000, 5,000 healthcare employees, I think, that are uh, threatening to sue the system for mandating that they get uh, the shot and all that good stuff. That, you know, they're trying, to, they're trying to push back a little bit. And, you uh, know, if you've seen anything about that, I think the news just came out yesterday or today about it. But same kind of thing that was happening down in Houston where they were protesting and didn't want to do the mandate. But, you
5: no, know, I don't
11: know. I, they need to get it going on all over the country. I think people need to start pushing back because, you know, conforming ain't going to take you nowhere but down, I think. But we'll see where it goes. But, I don't- um, I, like, like you were saying last week, though, so, you know, I was I was trying to get through what I was going to say about, about Candace owen So you know, that I think... I think the left and a lot of people fear her because she's an intelligent young young woman who, who has a lot of potential, and I think that's what scares people the most, especially people on the left scared about her. you know, they can't deal with that kind of that kind of thought process, people thinking for themselves and you know making sense. They don't like that, so I think that's what scares them most, and they throw all kinds of stuff at her, seeing little sticks, and I don't think they're going to get anything to stick. You
0: know. That's right.
11: Uh, that's all i want to say keep throwing that content down i'm gonna let you go and get the other callers,
0: box thank you for the call man definitely appreciate you take
11: care
0: now all right great call yeah and shout out to all the healthcare workers that are standing up for themselves that don't want to take this thing that are you know fighting back and you know potentially suing their employers it needs to happen for sure shout out to them 504 you're not line. who must be it to
10: Oh, yes. hey, this is Jeff Guitar Nelson out of New Orleans, Louisiana. All righty, man, what's going on? Hey man, I'm so glad hey God put us together, man. <clears throat> ABL my son is gonna be uh mandatory vaccination tomorrow.
0: Wow. So what's what's happening? Like why is he why is he getting a mandatory vaccination?
10: Uh well and he's in the air force. Uh and Tomorrow at ten thirty, I guess, is his appointment. I told him to say no. Um, you know, use whatever excuse if you have to get a dishonorable discharge. Uh I mean, whatever, man.
0: Yikes. I mean, it's hard because, you know, your son has a profession. Uh so it's like, what do you do? It's it's really hard. And I'm hearing about uh certain exemptions, religious exemptions, but I don't know about how to how to do all that or if it applies to the military, I don't know, but I, I, I go ahead, man. No, nah, I was just saying, I really I, don't I, know.
10: I was just going to say, you know, I told him, Hey, listen, you a Christian, you believe that's the mark of beast being implemented. And, uh, I mean, that's your out you a Christian. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's what I would think. So, I don't know. Hopefully, he's able to, you know, get beyond that and not have to go through with it. I know, I know there's, you know, certain exemption forms that can be filled out, but I don't know the process. So, I can't give any advice on it, but I just hope that he's able to get beyond
10: that. Well, yes, indeed, man. Uh, you know, I don't want it. any of these people who don't want it. They shouldn't have to take it. I mean, that's it. That's the bottom line. Right on. So... Well, much love. I'm glad I got through and, uh, God bless y'all. All
0: All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah, you're right. All right. Yeah, man, that's, that's rough because it's like, what are you going to do? Is there an exemption? I I don't know. That's not something I have the information for. I've heard about certain things, but I don't know how I got about how I go about doing it. And, um, you got to make a decision. It's like, okay, there's no other alternative and you gotta take the shot what are you going to do? You're going to do it, keep your job or not. And maybe you get discharged or something else happens. It's a a choice you got to make. And it's a hard one. All right, let's get to the next one here. Three, eight, six to the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey,
7: this is Joshua White out in, uh,
0: You You hear me? I hear you you will.
7: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is Joshua in Florida. Uh, I just wanted to say what the man that just called from Louisiana, just have him, I don't know, I don't want to say abandoned or, you know, his post or anything like that, but it's a good, it's basically in all reality really disturbing that the media and everybody is pushing this vaccine. Just like the, the Brown Party back in 1920s uh, uh, Nazi Germany. And it's really disturbing that it's really got to the point where we're mandating our freedom. We have passports. It's really unconstitutional that this is actually at the extent that it is. But you also have to see it as a blessing in disguise. Because if Donald Trump had got in the office again, we would have never seen all this stuff happen. So I just wanted to call in, say that, and just anybody mandating a, a vaccine on you, I would blame you as a terrorist, and that's what the weapon is the um, the vaccine. I don't, I would not I would not trust the vaccine until five years. That's just the way the FDA did it ever since, and with the pandemic, they're not allowing it no more. Right. And um I just it's good talking to you, but you know, Godspeed everybody, just stay safe. Just don't fall into corruption. And back in the day I was also a Democrat, I just wanted to say that. I uh I saw the light when um Hillary Clinton had an ad campaign saying, uh, could you trust Donald Trump with Mooks? And I questioned her, I was like, Can I trust you with Mooks? I was Donald Trump can buy Mooks if you wanted to several billion dollars he can go to Russia instantly and get it uranium so it's no it's not hard for a rich man to get weapons of mass destruction like that so but I just you know keep doing what you're doing um I never voted in my life I choose not to it's I believe it's my constitutional right to have the freedom to vote or not vote but uh I did like what what the SEPFs have been doing. I do like what Trump has been doing. I just wish there was a little bit more done. And it's really disturbing that everything like this has happened in these last couple of years, these last two years with everything, with the looting, the, the riots, the indecent the, abuse done to civilians around the country. And not just around the country, around the world, but it's really disturbing. Like in Chicago, New York, even in Florida, there was a shooting the other day, uh, yesterday, and it's just it's really disturbing that everything like this is going out, especially with like the mass shootings and and I think the media has something to do, to do with that. Like um, the January sixth, they're saying oh, it's inciting violence. I feel like the media has something is inciting violence too. So, um, you know. It, it goes both ways, no matter, we're in a day and age, you're indoctrinated from the day you're born. You're indoctrinated, you're indoctrination if you get to a certain age and you start telling people about your life and expressing how everything works. But there's a difference between right and wrong. And the problem is the agenda right now is so wrong. So morally, just foul. I just cannot believe it's like it's really like this. And I'm not a Christian man. I'm a man of all faiths. I believe in all gods. I do not like to discredit anybody unless they're a liar. But I can't, you know, I can't call all religions right good uh, or bad. Right, or, I'm with you. i I'm, or, I'm, I'm I got
0: sure. it. I got I got to cut in my hands. I got some more calls to alignment. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. I got you. All right.
7: Yeah, enjoy speaking to you, man. Have a good night.
0: All right, now. All right, shout out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. We'll get to a few more. 504, you don't know who am I speaking to?
1: Right. Yes,
5: uh, this is Sydney Davis from uh, Texas.
0: All righty, what's happening?
5: Hey, uh, you had a guy talking about his son in the Air Force. Wanting to get that up there about the mandate, mandatory vaccinate them. That's right. If I'm correct, if I'm correct, you know, the the vaccines that are here in the U S. right now are still the emergency use authorization. They don't have any in the U S. right now. If I'm correct.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't so, know if I don't know if the one that is from Pfizer is in the U S. So I don't know.
5: Well, according to the information that I've gotten, the only FDA-approved vaccination is still overseas and has hasn't gotten here in the U.S. yet. Okay. So technically, they are illegally doing something that they're uh, in a sense, you no, know, just because it's FDA-approved, but they don't have the one that's FDA approved here in the U.S. yet. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And no, so technically they're in violation in what they're doing because if he was to ask, let me see which one you have, that I guarantee they don't have the FDA approved one. hmm And no, and that, if they don't have the FDA, FDA approved one, in there in violation. Because you cannot give anybody in the military an emergency use authorization drug.
0: Right. That's correct. That's a, that's a really good point. That's a really good point because that was the whole thing that they were doing. They had to go ahead and approve the one. So then they can give it to the military. If they didn't approve it, then that that'd be a federal law violation. However, if they're mandating and um Unapproved one—that's illegal. That could be a serious problem. So, yeah, you—you you got a good point.
5: That's right. You know, so that's his out. That would be his out if he—all he, he got to do is say, "Let me see which one you're using." Right. You know, if he's not using the correct one, they're not giving him the FDA-approved one. Then he don't have to take it. Hmm. So that's his out. That is out right now. Yeah, and no, from my from my understanding, they're not going to get any in the U.S. till
7: uh,
5: till around October, maybe later than that.
0: Right. Wow. Okay. Very good point.
5: So, so give my heads up on that
0: one. Oh, most certainly will do.
5: All right, brother. You you be blessed.
0: Right, thank you for the call, man. appreciate you.
5: All right.
0: That's good information right there. It's really good because, you know, they only approved the Pfizer, and it's only, well, the, 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 the comernity. They, they changed the name, they say. they say. They said they changed the name. I'm not sure if they changed the name and formula or just the name, but that's a different story. So it's only the two shots from Pfizer that are approved, not anything else, not Johnson & Johnson, not AstraZeneca, not Moderna, Nothing except for Pfizer. Just the two shots. Not even the third shot from Pfizer. Pfizer, the third shot is still under emergency use. It's not been approved by the FDA at all. So that's a really good point. All right, let's go. 425, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to?
3: This is Carrie.
0: All righty, what's going on? Oh,
3: is this ABL? Yes, it is. Awesome. It's so good to see you or talk to you. is awesome. Hey, um, long time listener, first time caller. And I just want to say um, with the military staff, um, my son just got out of this the other day. He was supposed to go into formation and get the jab along with this whole unit. And one of the big things is the drug that's been FDA approved for the vaccine is called Comranati. Yeah. And, um, and so that's actually not any of the drugs that they're actually even giving these soldiers. The ones they're offering them is the Pfizer and the Moderna, and that has not been approved. And so I had a major and also one of the privates went in um, yesterday during formation, and they used that, and they did not have to get the vaccine. And and you're allowed to do religious exemptions, and you can also do um, medical exemptions as well. And what they'll do is they have to send those off to the Surgeon General to have them approved. So, especially for anyone who's in the military and getting close to getting out, um, by the time that those even go through and get processed, they're probably going to be out of the military anyway. So, decline, decline, decline. And same thing for everyone in the schools. I work for a school district. Um, They're telling us by October 18th, we have to be fully vaccinated. And um, they are offering religious um, exemptions at this point, but I think that's probably going to get pulled. Um, But one thing is, is do not sign anything. Don't um, agree to anything. You guys stick to your guns. Don't get this jab. And um, let them fire you. Let them fire you. Do not quit and do not sign anything. Um, pull your kids from school. Pull them. They're not missing much. I'm telling you, if someone has been in the school district for over 18 years, pull your kids. They're not missing anything. They're getting indoctrinated. We're teaching them terrible things. We're teaching sixth graders how to masturbate. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. Pull your kids. And if, if, if they've got no kids showing up to class, they're going to get the message. We have to stick together. Right on. And that's of what I had to say. A lot of stuff to say there, but I just wanted to spit all out for you. Love what you do. Love your show. Love the crowd. Love the live chat. Keep it up, everyone. Love you all. God bless everyone. God bless America. And uh, support our troops. Let's get Biden out of office. Right i
0: on. to say, have a good night. Thanks for
3: taking my call. Thank you. Appreciate
0: it. bye Yeah, she got a point there about the kids not missing much when you're talking about school because, I mean, I, I've said it before. You guys know about the kid that had the 0.13 GPA who was ranked middle of the pack in his class. If he's middle of the pack, how's valedictorian? The valedictorian probably can't even count to five, let alone 10 or 100. So, what's the point of going to school at that point? You see what I'm saying? And if you have intelligent kids, what are they really doing in school anyway? Hey, Three, five, two, you don't know who i speaking to.
8: Hey, this is Mike in St. Pete.
0: All righty, man. What's going on?
8: Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, I made an observation. I was wondering if you, or maybe uh, some of the fine people in the chat, have noticed. Uh, Back in 2018, there was a campaign going on, I noticed in, uh, at least in St. Pete area, I don't know about your state, um, about hepatitis A vaccines. And um, every, the big scare was that all the restaurant workers were carrying hepatitis A. It was in the news that, um, that you know, restaurants were shut down here and there because X amount of employees tested positive for Hepatitis A, and it was like this this whole thing. And I was thinking, I wonder if that was some kind of a dry run for uh, the COVID nineteen vaccines that were to come. Um, I don't know if uh, anybody's made that observation on your show before. If you thought about that, have you? Did you notice that this was like around 2018?
0: I do remember that 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 was that was the thing. I remember there was like a scare. It could be a hepatitis outbreak in the restaurant. I remember that right before the virus popped, and then here comes the virus, and then all of a sudden hepatitis goes away, and then it becomes all about the virus.
8: Yeah, and and like now you don't even hear a peep about it. Like it was everywhere, and now it's gone. There's not even like any follow up data about like what en- what ended up happening with you know the vaccination, you know, from people getting it and how to, how how it uh, how effective it was, and this and that.
0: Yeah, that's that's a really good point. That's a very good point. I've forgotten all about that.
8: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I was just wondering if, uh, you know, anybody, if you or anybody uh, thought of that. But thank you for taking my call, man. Uh, I got the uh, camo red, white, and blue hat from you. I love it. It's sick. I'm a big fan. So, uh, thanks for taking my call. And uh, USA.
0: There it is, man. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it.
8: All right. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's a really really good point. I've forgotten about that. Like there was a big scare. It was, if I think one restaurant had got shut down for a while. It was like a goat and corral though. I mean nothing against if you like goat and corral, that's fine. But goat and corral, I can't do nothing with it. <laughs> I I can't do nothing with it at all. So yeah, if you enjoy goat and corral, that's fine. But yeah, that ain't really that, that ain't that ain't really the wave for me personally. But yeah, I remember um. When, when that whole thing happened, I was like, wow. And it just kind of went away. All right. 773, you're in a line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Bill.
12: Hey, Bill. First question.
13: Did you talk about the 900 page his document from The Interceptor about, was lying about gain-of-function research?
0: I did talk about that, yeah.
13: Okay, must have missed
0: it. I didn't see
13: in the title earlier. <clears throat> anyway, it's one of those things that we should never forget or forgive about, uh, because Fauci has been lying to everybody since the beginning, and nobody in the media or in the medical field are going to hold them accountable, because this is kind of kind of looking very similar to Nazi Germany level of experiment and. Charges thrown against them.
0: Hey, we'll, we'll see how that happens. I mean, I'm not really sure what they could charge them with, but I think it's important. Yeah. I think it's important to know who's responsible for this scourge that has been placed upon us.
12: Mm-hmm.
13: And more importantly, every single one of the universities who've been funding this, as well as our own medical establishment, because they've been doing this for years. And unfortunately, not even our own doctors either know about it or would kind of share that type of information to us about what is this virus and how to best combat it because they keep changing every single one of the variables every single month in moving The Go Post and only us smart people are figuring it figuring right. out the game that's being played but the numbers who still watch TV are not figuring that out sooner.
0: right.
7: Mm-hmm.
13: Okay. Well, I do want to bring some news that's happening in your area. They officially removed the Robert E. Lee statue.
0: Well, I don't live there anymore, but that's in Virginia.
13: Okay. Okay. But still, still this erasing of history, especially especially what, what the NAACP considers as racist and offensive, is pretty much very similar to Nazi Germany, and they're pretty much ignoring all the subtleties of the history, than just
0: just seeing just seeing it as a black and white issue. I mean, they just they, they just do things like that. It's like hollow victories. They they do things and they say, <laughs> "Hey, we got." Any, we, I know I know guys is out there that um, are in favor of taking the statue down. I know some guys that were out there talking to the media and this is a great thing, but I reminding them, okay, you got that down. What about your blackface governor, Ralph Northam? He's still there. They didn't take him down. They're not saying a word about mm-hmm. him. They're not speaking. They're not saying anything about him. they're out there talking about Robert yep. E. Lee and people don't understand, you know, you having discussions with people, they don't understand that Robert E. Lee only fought for the Confederacy because he's from Virginia and he didn't want to fight against exactly. his own state. So, and then they don't understand that both sides of the war had slaves, North End and the South union mm-hmm. Confederacy. So, it was not so cut and dry as what they want to paint it, but when they remove history like that, it's easy to paint it as that.
7: Mm-hmm.
13: And also in Texas, Texas know CP, this person who's a Texas alum himself, is is doing a lawsuit against the eyes of Texas on considering it racist, even though most of the black, black alums who've been there for years, even Earl Campbell, never once considered it racist. So... I really, really don't really get the type of direction the black community is going into or what they really want from all this. Because just like the Confederate statue and a race history, they really, really just want big diversity and pretty much hollow victories when, when they don't really make any sense.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm.
13: Oh, there is something I do. Thing that you and everybody else should actually think about more next time. Uh,
5: <clears throat>
13: if you have heard China has officially been been quote city men from their from their programs to protect their kids.
7: <clears throat>
13: and while we all disagree with China on a lot of things, this is something I actually strongly agree with and <clears throat> No offense to some patriots out on the west coast, but I strongly think being that we need to officially kind of kind of kick out California because, unfortunately, from the way I see it, because of all the media influence and in Silicon Valley people, <clears throat> is that that's pretty much the weakest link in the entire United States chain in terms of
0: <clears throat> in
13: terms of masculinity and
0: and leadership
8: coming
0: from there well i mean at the end of the day you know china they they have a bunch of other things they, like they can they can do that and that's fine but they have a lot of problems in society that they need to deal with that that seems to be kind of low on the totem pole i mean they got actual concentration camps for muslims and things of that nature slave labor mm-hmm. going on they got quite a few things they can do with that's a great thing i suppose but they got a lot. More, they got a, a really long way to go before they can say anything about anyone else. But, hey, man, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate mm-hmm. you. OK, bye. All right. Yeah, I saw China. They got rid of, you know, it, it's China's weird. China's a strange place. That's all. China's a really strange place. They, they're trying to. They, they're trying through communism. They're trying to control society and mold it to the way they to the way they want it to go. But What they don't understand is you can't just make a law or just do a thing to create society in a way that you want if you have policies that are creating people that behave a certain way, if that makes any sense. You see what I'm saying? Like you got to have a more free society and a better society with better rules and customs that will create better people rather than just making arbitrary laws to try and force them to be better than what they are. All right, let's get to a few more here. The number to call is 434-658-1220. All right, at 317, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to?
14: Hey, Tommy W. Just want to just uh, change a connector on my Glock. Do you have any special custom triggers or anything? I
0: don't know anything about that.
14: Okay. Well, they're like 20 bucks, and they make the trigger break lock pull Um, later. Anyway, um, the quote the person was thinking of before was, if you're young and conservative, you have no heart. But if you're old and liberal, then you have no mind. That's right. Um, there's a bunch of uh, forms people passing around on Telegram and Signal to uh, have exemptions. You just like, I don't know, I think it's a USA Patriot Front or something like that.
0: Don't, don't, don't. And, oh, oh, wait, like, oh, wait, oh, oh, oh. Be careful because you got to understand who's listening. You got Federalists watching. So I wouldn't say that right here on the on the internet. but... If anyone has any problems, y'all, y'all can communicate offline, but don't, don't do that right here because you don't want to blow that spot up.
14: Well, I think they're already watching, but okay. Um, my point is that there's a bunch of links that you can fill out an exemption to. And, uh, since a lot of those vaccines, particularly this one are made with, um, like aborted tissue and stem cells and stuff that does make a religious exemption for a lot of people. Also there's the, uh, some people have suggested right at the injection site, just take a giant suction cup, like one of those compressor-powered ones, and use it like the ones that pull dents out of cars. Just suck the stuff right out of there. People have been caught, like, on, uh, I think it was Spain and Japan that caught graphene oxide in many of these samples and, like, stopped the whole vaccination process for the whole country. This stuff's dangerous.
5: hmm
14: Yeah, well, normally what happens with a vaccine is it's like a weakened version of whatever virus or strain of bacteria it is and some medicine to help it. And then once your body encounters it and kills it off, uh, it remains in the bone marrow the memory of uh, the person that's uh, gotten over that disease. So that if they ever encounter that virus or bacteria ever again, it'll just see that it knows how to deal with it and then kill it off and the person will be fine. And that's the same uh, way that it's always been where you get sick of something or have an effective vaccine about something. But the problem is they're skipping that immunity response and trying to just write the, the DNA, RNA into people. From, uh, why would they want to skip that? Especially right. when it's been calling, causing palsy and other stuff like that.
0: Right. It's a good question.
14: Yeah, I think the only reason is genetic manipulation. Um, it's pretty bad news, and I urge everyone to stand against it. If you don't, it's going to be this shot, the next shot, the boosters, kills every day, and then of course, we have to regulate everything else that's at that level or worse, which is going to be everything. So liberty all the way, my body, my choice. It would be nice for once to see the left actually stand up to that trope that they say they believe in.
0: I'm with you, man, 1,000%. Oh. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you.
14: Hope to see you
0: at a rally sometime. All right, man. Yeah. All righty. Shout out to my man for the call. All righty. my Renaissance, man. What's going on?
6: Tass Smith. What is going on, man? We on? We're, we're live. All right. Uh, nothing's coming through the speaker, right? All right. You good to go. All right. Good deal. Okay. So let me hit on a few things here. First of all, um, you know, me being in the medical field, been here for 20 some odd years, when it comes to this particular so-called approved vaccine. What people are not doing, for one, is what a lot of people don't do when they get something new. They don't read the manual. They are, listen, everybody that's listening to me right now, pay attention to this. The media, the news, school systems, churches, organizations, they are, I'm serious, not all of them have this mindset, but I'm just telling you, they are so relying on you to take them by word of mouth. They believe that a lot of people are then ignorant, are that naive, that are that easily deceived, that whatever they say to you verbatim, you will believe it and go and run with it, and you sometimes will go and preach and teach it as if it is truth without even actually researching to see if it is indeed true. So when Pfizer approved the vaccine, and I broke this down for a lot of people in different facilities that I travel to and work with, when they approved that vaccine, they did not approve the vaccine that mostly everybody, 90% of the population got. If you got a vaccination from Pfizer in the beginning of those two doses, The vaccine that they approved was not that vaccine that you got. They approved something called community or something like that. Community is not the one that they – community that they approved, that's not the one that everybody got from the beginning. And what people don't do, they don't read to try to get a full understanding of it. If you go back and read what Pfizer had before, they came out with community, it said on there that this vaccine, they don't know what type of effect it would have on your body if you use it with any other vaccines. And what people assume is that it's saying that if you use this with any other vaccine that's made for COVID, that's not what they're saying. They're saying if we don't know what type of effect this will have on your body if you use this with any other vaccine that you had. So that, that right there is what a lot of people got confused on. Pfizer didn't approve the vaccine that everybody got from Pfizer initially. Pfizer approved something called community that's completely different, but they claim it's the same ingredients. But- I argue that if it's the same ingredients, why is one approved and the other one's not? Good point. If they're the same thing. Right? So that's one of the things a lot of people don't do. Now, I'm going to move on from that because I know a lot of people have some questions about the religious exemption. At One of the facilities that I go to, I had to break it down to them exactly what they were going to be facing if they did not take the religious exemptions. So, folks, what you need to understand is this. When you do a religious exemption, Make sure you understand what it is. And if you need some help on that, email me. And I'm going to say this slow. Email me. It's tsmith1264 at yahoo.com. I got templates. I got things that is laid out in such layman terms that a 10-year-old can understand and be able to come up with something from this religious exemption. And you have to understand this. When you do a religious exemption, Pay attention to the form that I'm going to give you. Don't just try to take something and copy and paste. And in fact, in the the material that I will give you, I purposely have it in there a lot in bold letters. Do not copy and paste this. The idea is to give you a way to come up with your own thought and how you would uh, pretty much present this to your employer. Now, here's the thing. Most of the people, and I'm talking about right now, it's been 100% of all the people that I've gave this form to, all of them. Approved, approved, approved. Because most jobs, they're doing the same thing. They're going by hearsay. They're saying, if you don't have this shot by, you know, now like this here in Illinois, they extended it to like the 18th or the 19th. If you don't have this shot by the 18th or the 19th, et cetera, et cetera, you you don't have a job. But what they end up doing is messing up. What what they're supposed to say is if you don't have the, the first dose, et cetera, et cetera, by this particular day, you can't show up to work. So people are taking it like they're saying they're being fired. So mm. guess what? People have quit. And I was like, don't do that. If any job is telling you by word of mouth what's going to happen, get it in writing. Have them email it to you. Don't sit there and just let them tell you, hey, you know, if you don't get this shot by this day, then you can't show up to work. Okay, can you get it, can you get it to me in writing? Well, no, if you can't get it to me in writing, I'm coming to work on that day. Get it in writing so you can have something right there that you can use if you want to come back and sue them because they cannot discriminate based off of sex, age, religion, age, et cetera, et cetera. So, and also, folks, understand is you are protected by the EEOC. You need to look up what the EEOC is and see what your options are because what most jobs are doing is this. They're telling you, hey, right here, we have a deadline. We have mandates in place. And if you don't have your shot by this day, then you can't come to work. But what they're not doing is telling people what their options are. You know what I mean? They're not going, hey, but if you don't want to get this vaccination that's mandated, your options are a medical exemption or a religious exemption. And if there any of you want a religious exemption, then here it is. So two things that people don't know that goes on religious exemption. You need to ask your job, do you guys have an official form that I can fill out for a religious exemption? And if not, what process do y'all want me to do to actually write this religious exemption? So, I've had jobs that I turn these papers in, all of them in these different facilities that I go to, all of them have been approved. Now, even to the extent that you have to know your rights, one of them actually fired back and said, Okay, we're going to approve this, but if you are going to be in here and you got this religious exemption approved, you have to wear an N95 mask. Guess what? I didn't just go, Oh, okay, well, you don't know, no. I said, Well, guess what? I hit right back. If you make everybody that's unvaccinated, wear a N95 mask based on what data are you doing that on? Because vaccinated people can get sick again with COVID and pass it out. And people that's unvaccinated can get sick with COVID and pass it around. So you're making people that actually got a religious exemption wear a N95 mask just because they decided that they did not want to actually have the vaccination. So now you're discriminating again. You're making these people come to work so everybody can look at them and go, well, we know who didn't get the vaccination. And there it is. You can cause division all over again. So guess what? They came back. Well, actually, Let's retract that. We're going to bring that back because they know that there was another lawsuit they were going to be looking at for discrimination. So they came back, hey, no, if there is an outbreak in one of our facilities, then an N95 mask gets to be worn. Well, that's with anybody. But see, this is what I'm saying. People, you have to understand your rights. You need to understand, you know, you need to understand that you actually have a word. You actually have to be able to stand up and speak. Don't be sitting there scared and, well, you know, what can I, what can, no, actually, hey, well, since you guys are saying this need to be, is this, this is mandated, then tell me what my options is if I don't want it. You know, and if you do get a religious exemption, the only way that job can disapprove it, listen, people, the only way that that job most likely can disapprove it is if that job has to change the whole way that it operates to accommodate you. But if that job doesn't have to change the way that it operates to accommodate you, then they cannot deny your religious exemption, no matter what. I don't care if anybody say by word of mouth, well, I heard they were denied. No, turn yours in because the job specifically says, and it says in law that if you if you get a religious exemption and that job has to change the way that it operates, then they can't, you know, they can't accept the religious exemption. But most jobs are accommodating by what? Providing you with a mask and providing you a way to have weekly testing. And if the job says, hey, well, we're going to you're going to have to weekly test and you're going to have to pay for it. Don't fall for it either because if you're working for that job, that job is supposed to provide you with that. Folks, you need to understand and know what your rights are. Ask questions. Don't be scared. I don't care if it's your CEO. I don't care if it's your boss. Because from some of the facilities that I went to, not even the CEO them even knew what I was telling them. So they actually came up with a form to present to the employees based off of what I told them, having no idea they're getting ready to look at lawsuits. So anyway, I wanted to throw that out there, ABL. And I don't know if you know this either. I'm getting ready to get off because I know you got another caller coming in, bro. But did you know that Larry Elder and his security team got attacked today?
0: I saw that. I played the video and everything with the lady okay. had the, had the um the monkey mask going through the eggs at him.
6: Yeah, and so okay, I just didn't know if you knew that, man. But ladies and gentlemen, that couldn't be me. I'm just saying, me getting into any type of role like that, right there, I responded to that, and I think, man, don't get me wrong, love Larry Elder. They handled that the they handled that the right way, according to how they were trained or anything like that. But, bro, I'm just telling you straight up, I'm serious. <laughs> me in a role like that, I'm just telling y'all, ladies and gentlemen, the people that I would have around me would be family that I grew up with in the hood. Those would be my bodyguards, and I'm telling you right now. When she threw that egg, they would have checked her, right? She would have swung at one of them dude. That lady would have got choked, slammed. And anybody else that would have ran up would have got handled. I mean, <laughs> it just would have went down. <laughs> but what I'm saying it all for is that, man, we cannot be soft no more, man. We can't just – I'm not saying Larry Elder is. I'm just saying the fact that they can just seem so boldly to be able to come and attack anybody that's conservative or anything like that. And it seems like, you know, they, they for them to do it so openly and freely as if, and, oh, and ain't nobody going to touch us if we attack one of them, I'm – I'm not the one. I am not the one. So I hope nothing that ever gets tried on me because they're going to find out real fast, you picked the wrong one. And that's exactly how a lot of us have to be in situations like this, man. We can no longer just be, oh, well, they, they're attacking us. We're just going to get in there and, you know, no. I'm just letting you know, you attack me, um, expect something to happen back to you. So anyway, man, that's my two cents, man, on that. And again, if anybody have any questions about the religious exemption or you want information, I would try to type it in here in a little bit, once I get off with you, and you can email me. I've been sending these things out, and, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. I just sent out over 3,000 different templates to people who want to know what info they can get on this religious exemption, man. So, yeah, check it out, folks. And I know how you always have us. Leave it out, ABL. If y'all want to uh, know what my channel is about, my channel is called Modern Renaissance Man on YouTube. It's called Modern Renaissance Man on Parlor, It's called Modern Renaissance Man on um. Oh, my God, I'm having a brain cramp, Abo. What's that other one? Um, Oh, my God. Gitter, Gab. No. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm not a renaissance man on Instagram, but it's the rumble there we go (laughs) modern renaissance man on rumble so uh again y'all y'all can go there and check it out if you come to my channel there's a section on there called the about section you can find my email there if you need information on there because that's my deal i'm not just in healthcare, just to help people physically but just to help people overall so go there and check it out and again email me if you want that information is i have we've been having 100% success rate with this template that i've been passing out so make sure you guys do that and abl appreciate the time on here man stay blessed keep doing what you're doing man and just keep on paving the way for it, bro. All
0: right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you.
6: All right. Bless, bro. All right. Shout out to my man, Ty Smith, a.k.a.
0: Modern Renaissance Man. You guys can follow him on the YouTubes at Modern Renaissance Man. If you want to contact him about that um, exemption form, there's the email right there. You see that? Where it's pinned at the top of the comment section? It's right there at the top of the comment section. Uh, and if you're listening to this audio only, go to the YouTube Um, It's right there at the top of the comment section. If I can read it out right quick for you guys that cannot look at the screen. Give me one second. Let me go to the screen that it's on. So that's T Smith, 1264 at yahoo.com. And if I got that right, Ty, let me know in the comments. I think if you're still here, let me know. I I, I think that's correct. T Smith, 1264 at yahoo.com. Again, it's pinned right there at the very top of the comment section. In the little blue portion, click on that to expand it. It'll be right there. And again, do not copy and paste that. Just use it in the best way that suits you. Religious exemption. And again, I know we're on the internet, so the federality is watching. So we have real deep religious views, and we want everyone to respect them. So therefore, we're going to put this out there because we have we're, we're deeply re- we're deeply religious. And we believe in these things. That's what everybody says, right? Right? All right. Let's move on to the next call. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. And again, one more time. And shout out to my man Jericho Green for the super chat with the fire emojis. And he says, careful, they don't like facts. So you're right about that. They don't like facts. They, they, They don't like facts. That's why my man earlier was talking about go to this particular place. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Let's not. Be careful. Do this stuff offline. All right. So, yeah, let's get to some more.
12: And let's go
0: 602. You're in a line. Who am I speaking to?
12: Yep. Give me two seconds to turn you down. All uh, right. Hey, how you doing, ABL?
0: I'm well. about yourself?
12: Pretty good. Uh, I did some digging
15: into the questions I'm always asking you. And uh, what's his name? Dang, I'm having a brain fog. Uh There's a guy who does Judicial Watch, and he, he has some of the names and whatnot and answers that I was looking for. And if anybody else on the, that kind of stuff was looking for as far as Obama and Hillary and what was going on with Russians or her emails or anything related to them, really. And then he's uh, still tied up with, in like state courts. And I think Washington DC in particular, as far as like, uh, the fake that they used or something, maybe even going after Peter struck and them and, uh, I think, uh, one thing I do think is China probably did do the whole thing on purpose because I, correct me if I'm wrong, because you probably know more about this, but weren't they trying to have, uh, Trump send a team of medical professionals over to China before everything broke?
0: Um, I'm not sure about that. That's a good question.
15: Okay. Cause, cause I remember you said earlier, they would have had, you know, a, a different type of spread. Maybe that could have been it and Trump didn't send them. And then I think, uh, I'm like 80% about this. They they sent flights out even knowing that the COVID was loose in uh, Wuhan. So they they let it spread. You know what I mean? Not just to us, but throughout the world. And that crippled some economies. So that would be the only real. And the election was going on. And if they're making deals with the Taliban and, you know, these things have been in the works since, I'd say, like 2010. You know, Joe Biden getting money. And then uh, uh, as far as COVID testing and stuff, my sister and, you know, a few people around me were <clears throat> feeling sick. And I was just kind of like, I'll, I showed them NBC and different news clips and I was like, they, you can hear them say that you'll still spread it and catch it even if you have the vaccine. So it's not like, oh, Andrew's a Republican and he, he thinks, you, no, that's what it is. Okay. So for, you don't have to go get it because they're, they're scared, honestly, to get it. You know, they don't want to get sick later on, but they don't want to get in trouble at work or around the house, you know. So I'm just like, you do what you want, you know. But remember, the judgment is not coming from people like me. It's from people that you're worried about right now, you know. You don't need no explanation. I mean, for Walmart and stuff, you might. But even at the height of the pandemic, I was just like, yeah, I'll get a mask. And then I'd walk into the store. And nobody would really bother me. But I, I don't know why people just don't do that more. Yeah you think? You think people are just too
0: nervous? People are scared. People are really frightened. That, that's the main thing. I think that was the intention from the, from the start, to instill fear in people to get them to comply. I think that's what's going on. That's why people are so, I mean, even still people still wearing their mask for no reason. They got, they got the shot and everything, but they're still nervous. I think that's what's going on
12: right
15: and i tell people because my mom uh i went to the store with her this morning i told you when i was like yeah i'll get a mask i was with my mom and she, uh, she was the one telling me you should get a mask they're gonna tell you and i was like mom the only one tripping is you i was like you're trying to get me to wear it more than anybody in the store isn't that crazy i was like and it's because you're scared of what they might do to me and around that time they had a security guard at the door with his gun so i was like he's not gonna shoot me over the mask and if he does that you you better start talking mom you know what I mean <laughs> like it, that's it's not that big a deal and then she was like oh okay well you should just wear but my mom was trying to get me to do it before anybody else I just thought that was crazy
0: yeah it is because my
15: family's kind of liberal right um yeah just all kinds of crazy stuff that's been going on since I would say about 2010 and then uh one last thing do you remember when Epstein, if you don't mind me asking, do you remember when he kind of passed and all that?
0: Um, Yeah, I do remember that.
15: Okay. Do you, did you look into him at all or not very deep?
0: I mean, I know a lot about him, but that's kind of a deep story there. Right. Well, okay.
15: Do you know about the girl that was on, uh, I think it's been a Netflix documentary, and she said they were, like, telling her she's going to have a baby and all that. And then she was like, no, nah, basically, I just went to Australia and dipped.
0: I don't know about all that.
15: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I say that one because it's the, it's the easiest to find. So, and this is the craziest thing I'll say. And then after this, you can get on the more calls. But there's a thing called Adrenochrome. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. And uh, Alex Jones is always talking about they're doing, I, I don't believe him when he says cloning, but I believe that there are genetic experiments going on. You know what I mean? And then if they're testing blood or something like that, I'll just kind of like, dang, I hope they're not eating, you know, people or blood or whatever, but there's a lot of weird evidence, but all right. Thank you. I appreciate you giving us all calls and stuff like that. We
0: appreciate you and keep up with what you're doing. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All righty. Let's get to a few more here. Let's go. Two point five in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. How's it going? Everything's all right about yourself? Uh, everything's good.
16: Sorry, I had to turn the speakers down because um, you know, the live stream I was watching you. Right on. But ABL yeah. So ABL, I had a question. I want your honest opinion on this. When Trump got removed from social media, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, and Facebook, he can just pretty much create his own website and
0: Like he could just create his own website in a sense. Don't you believe so? I mean, he did do that, but who's going to watch it? Like the thing is social media, the reason why it's popular and the reason why it's important is because of the people that are on it that incidentally catch what you're saying with, you know, so like everybody's following each other. Everybody's retweeting and sharing. It's a network. It's a big network. If you have one website by itself with no network, it's not as impactful no will to get the kind of reach that you can in the big network like Twitter or Facebook, for example. This is why it's so important. People are fighting to get on the uh, social networks and they're trying to sue them because of how powerful they are. I mean, anybody can have a website. I have a website, but it has nowhere near the traffic that uh, Twitter.com or Facebook.com would get in, in in a given day.
16: Right. You get more traffic that way. Okay. Yeah. That makes
0: sense.
16: And yeah, because your website, because like you said, you promoted your website, but I found you through YouTube. So that's the only way I found you. I didn't find you like Googling you. Correct. So that makes perfect sense. Exactly. And another question and another thing I wanted to say, right? I like what Modern Renaissance Man said, because I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, like play back and just write down everything he said. Because I was like, because my thing is, it, it makes perfect sense. They can mandate it, but if they try to fire you over it. And another nurse said that, too like it, don't quit just uh I, I i gotta i gotta i gotta listen to that over again and write down everything they said because what they said made so much sense because most of these jobs they, they'll put they'll put themselves in a the position where they're liable to get sued
0: and don't even realize it because what's happening with that is that is they're trying to force you to quit without you really knowing what your rights are you just say, oh, I'll go ahead and leave and, you know, but no, don't, don't do that. Make them fire you. And then, you know, go, yep. go, go about it that way. Especially
16: if say if, like, you're not a seasonal employer. You're you pass your 90 day period and you say, it's like you get, they fire you for something that you didn't do. Like, you know, for like vaccine purposes and all that stuff. Like modern renaissance man said, so that could be discrimination and all that kind of stuff. And that's, either a lawsuit or they have to pay you on the plane. most jobs will try to avoid doing that right and And another thing I wanted to touch on when they said well I was watching I, was, I I'm keeping up with this Afghanistan thing i'm I'm like following it every single day. So basically what happened was they said all the aircraft they left over there eighty five billion dollars worth of equipment, weapons, and everything. They said that most of the aircraft they disabled the engines so that they couldn't be used. That's what the general said, but when I see in the videos, though, I'm like, well, why is the Taliban who's flying the Black Hawk helicopter
13: yeah.
16: and had the body hanging from it? I'm seeing
0: it on video, so I'm like, did they disable all the engines? The Taliban can fly those planes. That I don't understand why they're not, you know, giving the truth. These, these people, these Taliban guys aren't all just like barbarians. I mean, sure, like a lot of them are, but a lot of them didn't know how to fly this stuff. You know, a lot of them, quite frankly, were trained by the U.S., because what people don't know is that while the U.S. is over there training the so-called Afghan military, they were also training guys that are now the Taliban. And a lot of these guys yeah. were trained in Pakistan to fly some of this stuff. So, I mean, nah, they know how to use this stuff, unfortunately.
16: Yeah, and, and one more thing. I don't want to take up most of your time. And when they said that they took out, they disabled most of the engines and took out most of the engines of the planes, I don't find that to be true at all, or that, that's half true because I don't. Know. And if, even even if they did, it's not like they can't get parts from somewhere else because they got eighty five. All the money that they left that the United States left over there, like over one million dollars in cash, they can just buy parts from somewhere else. Right. So the, so the United States, either way, I don't I don't care how they sugarcoat it. They should. My belief, they should have never left nothing over there, regardless. I don't care what deadline, they should have never left over there and left anything over there. So now it's just just all the chaos going on in Afghanistan. And that that for Joe Biden to even say that to try to demand anything from the Taliban, it's like they're not intimidated by you. He's just trying to look all big, bad and tough because they've got all the hardware equipment.
0: Exactly. Uh, Yeah.
16: Well, thanks for taking my call, ABL.
0: I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Have a good night. Same thing now. All right. Shout out to the caller. It is Taliban guys, they they know how to do some of this stuff. They're not just it's not just like, okay, the US is gone and the Taliban can do nothing. That's you know, and I think that the US has known that for a while. This is why when uh Mike Pompeo went over there, they struck a deal with the Taliban because they knew that they would be the ones that are in charge. It's very simple. I don't understand why people just don't really, you know, it's, it, I, I think there's a difference between reality and what people think reality is. 909, nine, you're not line. Who am I speaking to?
17: Hey, how's it going, man, this is Mark. All right. How you doing today, man? I'm well about yourself. I'm doing fantastic. Hey, I just wanted to to ask you about something. I haven't heard you really mention it. Um, by the way, I, by the way, I'm a huge fan, and uh, you're an inspiration. So keep thank doing you, thank you what you're doing. Thank you. Uh, but uh, so all all of this this the booster shots and all this stuff. I mean, have you ever read Bra- uh, Brave New World? Uh, no, it's not book about the future of of of, of caste societies that are controlled and kind of bred to, to be certain things. And ultimately, does it, does it not seem to you a possibility that the the variants of COVID are intentional and planned based on people refusing this and our choices may eventually be die or take this daily booster and become dependent on the government? Does I mean, it seem like that's kind of where they're going?
0: That could be where they're going. It, it, it could be. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily doubt it. I mean, I'm not sure if that was the, the intention from the very beginning, but if it was, I wouldn't be surprised. Not, not, I'm not surprised anymore at things that the government does. So whatever happens like that, I, I'll be like, yeah, that makes sense.
17: See, and that's what's terrifying to me, is that there is nothing surprising right now, and I don't understand how that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's terrifying. I mean, I've, I've, my entire family, you know, are leftists. And, and not having any support in this is really terrifying, you know what I mean? So it's, it's real good to see at least people, you know, at least other voices out there, you know, letting everybody know that, you know, we're not alone in seeing what the hell is going on. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I uh, I just wanted to, to, to get on and see if, if that ever crossed your mind. Check out that that book if you've ever, if you've, if you, if you've not seen it or whatnot, um, or not read it, it's, it's, a, it's pretty intense and seems exactly like what's going on right now. But um, but anyway, uh, love your show. You Have a great evening. I'll, I'll call you in later. All
0: right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. All righty. Thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far tonight, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up if you have not done so yet. And if you, listen on, if you listen to me on your favorite audio streaming platform, give me a five-star rating or review, whatever you can over there. I'd appreciate that as well. And if you're on the YouTubes, go ahead and subscribe to the channel if you're not subscribed yet. If you're not subscribed, I don't know what you're waiting on, but go ahead and do that right now. That'll help me out tremendously. Let's get to one million um, at some point in my lifetime. All right, let's go ahead and get to the next one. 724, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, my
12: name is Derek. How you
0: doing, ABL? All right, things are right How about yourself.
12: Hey, pretty good. Hey, I just wanted to talk about the last caller. Um, I had some personal experience with the vaccine mandate at work. Uh, I kind of did the wrong thing myself. I went and got the first shot, and then I, I forged the second shot numbers.
0: Uh...
12: They caught me at work, but the thing is, they're a private company. They can force you to, they can say whatever they want. Whether you follow it or not, that's up to you. So basically, they put me on administrative leave. Told me I wasn't allowed to come back into the building.
0: But but you're not fired.
12: I wasn't fired.
0: Okay, so, so did you? What do
12: I do? You know, I I had to go find another job to provide.
0: Oh, so you were on leave, but they didn't um they weren't paying you. Correct. Okay.
12: I had to prove that my second shot was valid.
0: So, I mean, do you still have that job technically? Are you still on administrative leave?
12: No, no, I have two kids. I had to go get another job.
0: Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, okay, if you're on administrative leave, then you can still get another job without having to quit that one. Like if they, if they, if you're, if you're still employed, you can still work somewhere else if you're not at the job working. Does that make any sense?
12: Yeah, totally. I never put in a, I quit. I never said anything like that. They asked me, they said, Hey, have you ever gotten a second shot and got it, got a new card? Cause I told them that's the card they gave me. I don't know what to tell you. And they were like, well, you need to go back to the place that you got it and get them to verify that. I gave them a long story, said, well, they got to mail it. Waited a week, told them I got it. They were like, all right, bring it in and prove it. Well, they call
0: my bluff. Oh, so they, so they, they so check, they check they never they,
12: say they, you're fired. Nothing.
0: Okay. So they, they check behind you. Did you, did you bring in the card? I did not. Well, maybe because there's, way
12: then, to- then I got scared also. Cause then I got worried. Like, okay. I thought like I technically forged the government document. Okay. Like, do I want to keep,
0: you know, I, pursuing this, even I, though I got the first shot and
12: that
0: was legit. Well, okay. So my, my I question, the one. I got you. So my, my my question to you is, did you actually quit the job? Like, did you say, okay, two weeks notice or I resigned? Did you do anything like nope. that?
11: Nope. So, never, never. so,
0: so technically you're still employed by that job, correct? You've not been fired? Yeah,
12: they never said, all right, like we're okay, done with you. We're okay. parting ways. Nothing like that. Okay. It's so you kind of like,
0: Went now, away. yeah, I, I get you. So there, may, there may be something there. I'm, I'm no lawyer or nothing like that, but I'm sure you could just do some research and figure out if you have any kind of options there, some kind of you know recourse.
12: Yeah, see, I did, like it, it plays out like they're, like I said, like they're a private company, so they can, they can say whatever, and whether you choose to follow that or not. Like my wife works for UPMC. That's like the biggest hospital in the Pittsburgh area. Be careful! Don't don't, and, uh, don't
0: hold on! Don't don't don't. don't. Don't do too much because people listening. But go ahead.
12: Uh, All right, all right. All I'm saying is, like, they didn't. For they're not forcing the vaccine. Gotcha. And I worked at a little rinky-dink nursing home doing maintenance. And they're, you know, they're a private company. They can choose to make you dance on one leg all day if they want. Whether you choose to do that or not, that's up to you.
0: Yeah, but you, you do have certain rights, though. They can't make you do anything. They, they can. They do have some rights, but you have rights, too. But I think my, my point to all this is there, there could be some 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 legal stuff going on here that could work in your favor. But I don't know that. I'm not a lawyer. So if anybody in the chat has any advice, let them know. But thank you for the and call, then, man. Wh-
12: what do you think? Like, I'm sorry. Yes. All right. Have a good
0: night, man. Now, hold on. What, what was your question?
12: I was just gonna say, like, you think I should really push it though, even though I kinda like forged the the
0: second shot? Well, I don't know. Like I'm not I'm no lawyer, so I can't really give you advice on that. Right. But I, I, what right. I what I what I would say is, you know, maybe somebody can help you that does know something about law, that can give you some kind of direction to say if there's any kind of if you could push it, if you could do anything there. I, I wouldn't just say no. I would say talk to somebody that knows something more than what I know.
12: Right. All right, well, thank you for your time. Thank you for taking my call. I love your show, man.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. How
11: going
0: Alrighty. All righty. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say no to the man and say don't push it, but at the same time, if there's anything legal there, if, if, there's, if there's anything there, I would ask someone first before I just say, all right, just move on. That's just me, though. 248, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to?
18: Hey, uh, Anthony, uh, Brian Logan, this is Mandy from Michigan. How are you doing?
0: I'm well about yourself.
18: Uh, I'm okay. Hey, just a quick question for you, more of an opinion question. Um, you know, sometimes it, it's scary when you see all these, I like to call them fear mongering articles about these young, healthy people with no um, previous health history dying of COVID. And I don't seem to see many at least as many articles on the opposite ends of the spectrum with vaccinated people getting sick or unfortunately dying. And I just wanted to see what your opinion was of those coming out more frequently.
0: Well, I think that it's going to start happening more. We're going to start seeing it more because we're realizing that this thing is it's not for everyone. And the way they're trying to push it on people that probably shouldn't get it I think you're going to have more adverse reactions. A prime example is there are some things that we know this thing can cause, like Guillain-Barre, other stuff. Now, if a doctor advises someone, hey, don't get this shot because you have you know, a prior medical condition, and that's good advice, but a job says, well, we don't care about your doctor's advice. We need you to go out there and get the shot, and then they get it and then have an adverse reaction, maybe even die. Then it's like, oh, oh well, well, so what? You know, that was our that was our company policy and they got it. So that was their choice. Although it wasn't really your choice if it's a matter of, well, I need, I need this job or I don't have a job and I got to be able to pay bills and take care of my family. So I think that people are sometimes foregoing proper medical advice because they want to keep their employment or they were scared by the federal government, by uh, social media, mainstream media into getting it when they probably shouldn't have gotten it.
18: Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um, and I just feel like I'm seeing all these uh, unvaccinated dying articles, you know, like these the unvaccinated and he was young and healthy and he succumbed to the virus and he, you know, got so deathly ill. The one thing I see in common with all of them, though, when I really try to research them, because, you know, at first you get kind of worried and go, oh, okay, young, healthy, dying from it, I'm unvaccinated. But then I... One thing that
0: they all have in common is they're all put on a ventilator. Well,
18: yeah,
0: the, the ventilator. I don't know. that just, but, but also that 78% of people that die from this thing are obese. 78%. I mean, there was one story where there was a 16-year-old young woman, and then the, the headline wrote, read, 16-year-old healthy girl uh, hospitalized with the virus. And I'm looking at her. And she's got to be every bit of 350 pounds, close to 400 pounds. It's like, if you're 400 pounds at 16 years old, you're not healthy. So that, I think, is also a factor and people getting hospitalized, maybe even dying, is the, the obesity. That's a problem as well.
18: That is true. And that is actually another thing I always try to find out, too, because it is shocking how many times you'll see young, healthy, you no know, underlying health issues, but they are, they're obese or they're, you know, they're extremely overweight and you go, well, wait a second. You know, um, I, I even know, I knew someone who was very, very overweight for many years and they weren't really going to see the doctor and, you know, didn't have anything officially diagnosed. It turns out they had diabetes for a very long time. Um, and, and it was like, well, you know, just because you're not technically diagnosed with diabetes until you finally go and get that test by the doctor, you know, being overweight can lead to a lot of health issues. And so that, that's another thing I noticed too, is a lot of these people carrying some kind of, of weight, and it may not be extreme, but you know, there, there's something to lose there to make their lifestyle healthier. So I, I agree with that too.
0: Right. But yeah, as far as now, as far as ventilator, the problem with that is once you get put on the ventilator, you stop fighting the virus. You stop fighting to be able to, to breathe and everything else because the machine does it for you. You know, it's like, you know, it's like being put on a ventilator. If you don't had a brain injury or something like that, or if you're pretty much, if you're pretty much deceased, they put you on a ventilator to keep you alive. It's like life support. So when you're taking off the ventilator, you're not able to breathe in your own because the machine's been doing it for you. about the time you should have been fighting to be able to breathe better and all that. And the time you should have been treated to give you uh, the, a better chance of breathing properly The machine did everything. So your body has no chance. And a lot of times that's, that's pretty much it it, it becomes life support after a very short period of time.
18: Yeah. Yeah. Would you, would you say then when more of these articles get pushed with these, you know, young, healthy, well, that's at least what the headlines claim. It is more of just like a fear mongering tactic to get people afraid to go get the shot, especially younger people now, because those are the numbers we're seeing that are, you know, not going as much as people that are older.
0: Well, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fear-mongering tactic, absolutely, to get people to go out there and get it because, you know, a lot of young people think, and correctly so, that I'm young, I'm healthy, I'm not at risk. So then when they say young, healthy teenager dies of the virus, oh, well, I got to go out there and get it. That's, that's the objective. But I think people are sometimes a little bit smarter than that. Hopefully they're smarter than that to just fall for something like that without doing their own independent research.
18: Well, that's, uh, that's what we always try to do. It just, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm so tired of seeing those. But um, yes, we're standing strong where we are, same way. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. Thank you so much for taking my call tonight.
0: Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. But, yeah, that's that's the actual, yeah, the ventilator, that's, that's life support, you know, that you don't want to get on that if you just have the virus. You just need to be able to get the proper treatment, the proper medications, rather than them putting you on. Like, the ventilator, that was something that they did in the beginning because they didn't know how to treat it. That shouldn't still be going on right now, that we have a lot of information, that we have things that we know work properly to help you get through this thing. The ventilator shouldn't be... In the, in the equation, if you get put on the event, you probably were just super unhealthy to begin with. And if you aren't, then what's going on? That's called malpractice, but I digress. 615, here on the line, who am I speaking to?
19: Hey, this is Greg. How you doing?
0: Anything right about yourself?
19: Oh, is this maybe sir?
0: You're, you're, you're live on the air with me. What's happening?
19: Brother, I appreciate everything you do, first off. Um, I'm, I'm calling to talk about a gentleman that called about uh, five, six calls ago about the, the gear that the military left behind in uh, Afghanistan. And uh, the, the, the biggest thing is, in my opinion, is, is not, hey, we can, we can get all these parts and pieces to fix. Uh, this gear and use it. The the biggest thing is, can we sell it to China? Can we sell it to um, Russia? Can we sell it to the, to our enemies so they can get that kind of technology and understand what we do?
0: Well, I mean, I think that's definitely a, a concern for sure.
19: Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's the biggest concern because they're they're gonna make more money off of selling it to our enemies than it, you know trying to utilize helicopters that they don't understand and whatnot so I think that I think that's where that's at but I'm gonna leave that right there for you I know you got some more calls to go ahead and get so I appreciate everything you do my brother well,
0: thank you for the call I definitely appreciate it Yeah, it, 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 that can definitely be a concern, having that technology get into uh, the wrong hands. Yeah, that's that's definitely an issue. Yeah, this whole thing, I, I think that we know at this particular point what medications work, which ones don't work. We know that. So there's not a whole lot of, that. we're not really playing a guessing game too much anymore from my point of view. Alrighty, six seven eight, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Eric. Alrighty, what's going on? Yeah, I'm fine. All right, what's happening?
15: Oh nothing. Just at home with my family and all that.
0: Okay.
5: Um, you, you do you I have a question for you. Do you do you like life
0: sir okay like are, are we being are we being for real is, is this a real call
5: oh i'm sorry sorry um oh yeah i want to talk about the, the um the thing some about you did in an earlier stream some about that pete guy the dude with the word the dude with the word buttoned last night okay we,
0: we let's let's not let's not we'll get to the last let's get to the next call Nine eight nine. You don't know who I'm speaking to.
20: Hey, this is Mike. How are you doing?
0: I'm well. About yourself,
20: I'm doing quite well. Um, I'm a teacher up in Michigan, and I was kind of curious your perspective on uh, you know, Jim Saki mentioned today um, that there's going to be things coming for education and whatnot mandate, perhaps uh, speaking tomorrow. Um, what are your thoughts on that, and where that could go?
0: Now, as far as a mandate, like what are you talking about, the military or just national?
20: No, I mean, more like national because she did mention education a few times. Uh Um, So I was interested to see, uh, you know, what your thoughts were. I was thinking perhaps there may be something with federal funding for school districts in in a sense that they may withhold if the school district doesn't have all staff. (sighs) Um, mandatory vaxxed by a certain date, uh. Uh, which is possibly concerning for many.
0: I mean, you know, you but know. What are your thoughts? You know, you know. the The, the funny thing about that is, that's not really going to impact anyone other than the administrators of these schools. that make a lot of money because, mm. I mean, how much does it take to fund the school? Like, what what does it take mm-hmm. for a kid to learn one plus one is two? I mean, what is it? Yep. So. I think that you're not going to really be able to bully schools that don't have this mandate, especially in a time where they're trying to like staffing is an issue at so many schools. Yep. Even with yep. no, even with no mandate Uh, where I live out here yep. in Tennessee, they closed an, an entire city school down because they didn't have enough staff. So if they're already short staffed and the federal funds are not really that big of a deal, a lot of times it's not, you're not really going to be yep. able to bully them this way. In my opinion.
20: See, I kind of I do agree with you, but I know as soon as things start to hurt the administration's pocketbooks, they start to uh, get a little tighter and they're willing to let people go, even if things are tight, because you chose not to get mandated or chose not to be vaccinated. So now you're going to be let go because we need that funding and which means we need our pockets lined. And that's a little concerning, even though the shortage is there for staff. They're, they're not going to care
0: in my my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. That's, that's a really good point. But see, at a certain point, if the teachers are not going to go for it and you're already short-staffed, it'd be the administrators by themselves in the school with no staff. So if the kids can't mm-hmm. get taught... So now we got a problem with the kids not being able to get taught. And again, uh, out here where I live, they shut down an entire city. The entire school district yep. shut down for two days because there was not enough staff. So... If yep. that's happening, it's going to happen more. And then at a certain point, parents are like, okay, what's going on? My kids can't go to school. Yeah. So what do you be doing? So that's, that's going to be an issue.
20: Yeah. Well, they should be asking the questions anyway with CRT and all these things going on anyway. They should be getting more involved in their students' schooling. That's right. Um, that's right. But my other, my other question uh, for sure uh, that I wanted to ask was, uh, what is your opinion or thoughts on why is the healthcare industry not willing to promote – healthy living, uh, to prevent COVID and things like that. Um, as far as, you know, we were just speaking a couple callers ago about obesity being a leading factor on these, these young people dying from COVID or having serious complications. I mean, healthy lifestyle and whatnot can fix a lot of that sunshine exercise, all of it.
6: Well,
0: I think the problem is that a lot of the, the doctors, unfortunately, a lot of the hospital staff are bought and paid for by big pharma. Like I've gone into mm-hmm. uh doctor's offices, hospitals and you'll see, uh, an advertisement for a drug right there on the, in the, in the, um, in the, in the room. It's like, why is that right there? Because they have, um, reps that come by basically selling them yep. drugs. Hey, can you get X amount of prescriptions for this drug, for that drug? And they get kickbacks allegedly from what I hear. So yep. it's, yep. it's all about money for them. So what's, what's the purpose yep. in, you know, teaching them, Uh, good things like, you know, go outside, get exercise, eat right, you know, stop drinking the, you know, stop stop doing drugs. What's the point in doing that when they get paid for the medication? That's all it's about. It's about money.
20: Yep. And then to round it back around to schools, they're also cutting physical education in schools where I, you know, as, as far as my background in education is, they're cutting back on that. So we're just further fostering unhealthy lifestyles for the young children.
0: That, that's right. And then they go straight to the lunchroom and all types of just ridiculous mm-hmm. food they can eat with no PE, no physical activity. Yep. So they're just fostering their yep. obesity. And it's all kind of a cycle.
20: And then at most 15 to 20 minutes of, of recess time outside in the sun.
0: That's right. Exactly. Well,
20: hey, thank you for the thank you for the phone call and hope you have a great night.
0: All right, Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All righty. Great call. I think that'll be a wrap for the calls tonight. Thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet, so I appreciate y'all. Everybody everybody that's calling in, all, all the trolls, all the fake calls, and everybody, I, you, you guys are just you, – you guys are great as well, except for the extreme trolls. You guys got to go get more, Big Rocks, Little Rocks. But that'll be a wrap. Thank you thank you to everybody that has um, been watching been retweeting, been sharing, been super chatting, whatever you're doing, I appreciate it. Shout out to all the mods for keeping them trolls in check to the best of your ability. I appreciate you for what you do. Couldn't do it without you. I got super chats to read right here, and then I wrap it on up, put the boat clean on top. Um, I'll be live tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, on Brandon Tatum's channel, I think. I think, I think. Sometimes, you know, we have off days, but I think we're going to be live tomorrow tomorrow. But if I'm live tomorrow on Brandon Tatum's channel, I'll put it on the community tab of this channel uh, and on my Twitter. I would put it on my Facebooks, but they didn't block me for the most simple thing. I, I called somebody, if you didn't see it earlier, I called somebody, uh, what did I say? I said uh, a, a middle aged leftist um, hater or something. It was something so simple. And for that, I got a seven day ban on Facebook. The dumbest. I hate Facebook, I hate. But anyway, it'll be on on a community tab of this channel if I go live tomorrow with Brandon Tatum, and that'll be at 9.30 Eastern time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. All right. Let me go ahead and get to the Supers, and then we'll wrap it on up. So let's go to – let me see. Did I read this one? WJ Valente says, how do you think the vaccinated react when they find out they can't do X, Y, and Z unless they get the booster shot? I, I, I did read that one earlier. They, they're not going to be. Oh, that's right. I said, I said, weirdo. That's right. Emperor cat. So I said, um, middle-aged leftist weirdo. That's what I call somebody. And I got a seven day ban. <laughs> so dumb. But thank you to WJ Valente for the super chat. Yeah. People that get that, um, they got both jabs. They feel like they've accomplished the goal. There's no more to be done, but little do they know they, they're just getting started. I you to a Boy for life, two thousand and two. Who says, "Hey ABL, I think the jab is responsible for the spike." Seeing this, or you can still spread it. Yeah, I think I read that one too. Shout out to Sweden. Okay, um, I don't know what's going on here, but thank you for that. Uh, but thank you for the super chats. I, I I'm not sure if I can read that because I'm not really sure what it what it's, what it means. And shout out to Brighton Phillips right here who says, great show as always. Thank you. I appreciate you. Bo versus windshield says, we need to keep prospect perspective. It's not a dude with no mask or a nurse with no shot that causes the death of the virus. That would be China who caused all of this. Uh, Lewis from Spain says, the left in Spain tried to blame the right party, Vox, for the attack on, to attack, for the attack to a gay person or a gay club, something, where eight men wrote an offensive word, On his butt with a knife? What? So, okay, I guess a gay person got attacked and they wrote something offensive on his butt with a knife? After a new interrogation, the gay person has confessed all happened in relationship with his consent for pleasure. Couldn't make it up. So let me get this straight. Somebody carved on this dude's butt with a knife, wrote something offensive, and they were talking about it was a hate crime at first, and then it came back that It was a consensual act with him and his partner. (laughs) I mean, what is going on over there in Spain, Louis? Like, what's happening? Shout out to Jerry J., who says, people move to the Czech Republic. You can have any knife you want or sword, and cops won't shoot. They will disarm you most of the time. I'm not joking. Uh, Thank you to Joe Writer 84 who says, do you think without any bias that Joe Biden has dementia, um, I think it's clear what's going on. I think it's pretty sad, really. It's not even something that I think is funny. I think it's just sad they got that man out there looking like that. It's pretty clear what's happening. And I think it's getting progressively worse. Shout out to Zara304 who says, making the mockery of Christianity shameful. Uh, Writer 84 says, when are you going to have Marcus or Candace on the show? Hey, whenever they want to come on, it's all good. It's, I got an open invitation. Shout out to them. And thank you to Cheryl H. who says, thanks, modern renaissance man, 1776. Um, or 11, 1176, pardon me. Thank you to Jerry J. who says, I think Goebbels will love who we live living right now. Bob versus windshield says, a big smile and a hello to the FBI NSA. Next week, ABL says, he will have donuts for you. Have a nice day. <laughs> thank you to Angel who says, great show, ABL. Thank you. Thank you to Jim Jones, who says, Employers in the California Bay Area are vax-proof fishing. They're trying to detect any coof papers that look off or whatnot. Jerry J says, Nobody did any serious study on what kind of people are affected, what blood type, what condition, et cetera. Correct. Joey Muggs says, ABL, two rounds versus Jake Paul or two rounds versus Moderna. Hey, give me Jake Paul all day long. <laughs> give me Jake Paul because I know what's going to happen. With, with a fighter, you get, you get hit. You might get knocked out. You might get hurt or whatever. But you're talking about the, the shot. I don't know what it's going to do. Thank you to a permanent duck lips. Hilarious name who says heard from a friend that the Pope said he will stop su- supporting and stop priests from signing exemptions. Have you heard anything like that? I've not heard that, but it wouldn't surprise me. The woke Pope, you know, shout out to all the Protestants, but I don't want to get that war started. So I digress. Thank you to Terranius who says, hey, ABR, I took my hot parts to Florida for a week trying to catch up on your videos. Hey, hope you enjoyed Florida. And thank you for, you know, trying to catch up on the vids. Uh, Boybusters Windshield says, in France, 50% of adults smoke, but only 20% of CCP virus patients were smokers. Maybe tar-covered lungs are as good as a mask. (laughs) Just saying. Uh, That's that's an interesting um, observation. Thank you to Mandy Fry who says, "Thank you for taking my call and always giving us hope in scary times." ABL, thank you. Um, <laughs> Emperor of Cat says, "That you have fun. I always have fun on the show. Always have fun. This this is this is great. This is one of the highlights. This is one of the highlights of my week, and I'm being one thousand percent serious." Thank you to Turt Longwell who says, "I'm going to recommend you to Tim Cash in real life. Is that okay? Hey, go for it. Go for it. Absolutely. All right." So, and thank you to Princess Kai for the higher emoji donation. I appreciate you. And I think that'll be it. So, I thank you guys as always. You guys are the best audience. I'll be back again live for sure on Saturday. I might be back tomorrow on Brandon Tatum's channel if he does it. Again, if he does do it, I'll put it on the community tab so you guys can know when I go live. You'll be notified. But that'll be a wrap for me. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.